Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hi, fuckers, and welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey, you got, you got titties? Well, listen up, titty haver. Bra shopping is a drag, but what if you could skip all the hassle and find the perfect fitting bra in minutes? Check out Third Love. Their Fit Finder quiz recommends the bra that's right for your size and shape. Now you can try one of their bras for free for 30 days. You just pay $2.99 for shipping. Just go to thirdlove.com. That's third spelled out, T-H-I-R-D. Slash GWF to find your perfect fitting bra and the, and try it for free for 30 days. Thirdlove.com slash GWF. Third love titties. Nice. Come see Thank us y'all. live. You guys want to come see us live? Hey, you, you, we all need a laugh, right? I need a <laughs> laugh. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, starting on Friday, October 20th, it's Nacho Bitches. Uh, it's fifth, uh, 10, what, what is it? $12 tickets. Sorry. $12 oh. tickets with code Nacho hosted by Blair Saki and myself. Uh, it's 11, 15 p.m. at New York Comedy Club. And the next day, Saturday, October 21st is Glamour Puss hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. It's at, uh, it's at Zinc Bar. And uh, fun fact, Zinc Bar, uh, Nina Simone played in Zinc Bar back in the day. It's a very historical jazz bar. And uh, Wendy and I open every show as two prostitutes named Nina and Simone. And it's very fun. You should come. Uh, Thursday, October 26th uh, starts the book tour that we'll be doing. This one is going to be in Washington, D.C. We also do have some New York dates for that. But oh, yeah, you know, you'll know about them. We'll post about them. So just follow us on social media because there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up with the book uh, on Instagram. It's sorry about last night on Twitter. It's SRY about last NYT. And then Facebook, you can just type it in. Sorry about last Last night uh, and all these things will be around. We'll be signing books. We'll be reading shit from the books. It'll be very fun. It's going to be very fun and funny. And uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Saturday, uh, August. No, not August. It's October 28th and October 29th. We're going to be in your town for the All Things Comedy Festival. And we are doing a live recording of Guys We Fucked on Saturday. See shit come. Vermont. We've never performed there. And now... Well, one of us is. One of us will be there uh, on November second. I'm going to be at the Vermont Comedy Club. I heard the club is really beautiful. I'll be performing with James, uh, and that's November second. I think the show's at like seven thirty. Uh, and you don't need a code. It's just fifteen dollar tickets, uh, and that's going to be uh, in the description of this podcast. Also, our last. Guys, we fucked the experience show. We are retiring this show. All good things must come to an end. And this certainly is a fucking great thing. And if you want to experience the experience show, it is a once in a lifetime event because the the show only goes that way that night with those people in that room because uh, it's an interactive show that's also includes stand up comedy. Reserve your tickets now. We will sell out this venue. We are so excited to be a part of the New York Comedy Festival. This is going to be on Thursday, November 9th at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. So get your tickets now. Just go to all these things are on our website. Sorry about last night comedy.com. Uh, I think on the lower half of our website, you could sign up for our email address. We are going to be sending out a couple emails this month uh, about the book. Some of them is, are include exclusive things that you can only get if you're on our email list. So if you want to sign up, if you don't mind uh, adding another email to your inbox, go to sorryballastnightcomedy.com. 
Yeah. And we barely ever send out emails. And when we do, they're really good and really funny. Yeah. And, uh, we will be prior to the release of the book, be sending out some exclusive excerpts. So if you want to read those before everybody else, you better join. You better be on our list or else. Okay. So we got, we, we all know this bad shit's happening in the world. It always has been. Uh, it just seems like this week really was a punch in the dick. Um, and if you want to know what you could do, there are some things, and these, these are just some suggestions if you're interested in helping. Puerto Rico, they were damaged, demolished, I should say, by a hurricane, by Hurricane Maria. And so much of the island does, still doesn't have power. People still don't have water. People still don't have food. Some people do, but most people don't. And uh, there are folks in Puerto Rico that are dying right now, and they need our help. So if you can financially afford to... Go to unicefusa.org. We're going to have this link in the description of this week's episode. U-N-I-C-E-F-U-S-A.org. Uh, you can donate to the relief efforts of Puerto Rico. You can also donate to the uh, re- efforts to rebuild Mexico after that fucking god-awful earthquake that killed a lot of people. And uh, the Myanmar uh, refugees also need your help. There's all these people that need your help. And sometimes it feels very overwhelming and I want to scream and I pull my hair out because everyone is suffering, I feel, at times. And I just want to give everyone everything they need and no human should ever go to bed, you know, not in a bed or without a roof over their head, but that is not the case. So if you have any money and you would be interested in donating to any of these, if you go to unicefusa.org, that is an opportunity to do that. Also, um, donate blood. Las Vegas needs your blood. If you go to redcrossblood.org, you can donate blood. You don't have to be in Las Vegas to donate it. They can ship it. They can. There's apparently lines around the block at blood uh, donation centers in Vegas, which is really exciting uh, that that people are just showing up. You know, you feel so fucking helpless after this shit and uh, you want to do something. And that is one thing that you can do that's not going to cost you money. Well, especially if you have like more uh, some of the rarer types of blood. Oh, like, yeah. There are more rare types or, or the types that are I got blood like a diamond. You can put the, where you where they can. uh like they're interchangeable. That's not the correct word, but you know what I mean? Interchangeable with a lot of different other types of blood types. Um, so I'm blood type A positive because, and I remember that because I am a positive person. Uh, I be here all week, folks. I was gonna say, I, I might be a positive too. I'm pretty sure. So oh, I'm either A negative or positive. Negative. I can't remember. I used to know and I forgot. <laughs> um, uh, and then also, I mean, a lot of this, this, the problems in these places are like people, they don't, they can't get to the people fast enough. So like when you donate, it helps, you know, recruit more people to be able to do these jobs and get things faster. My good friend from high school, her cousin actually died just because they couldn't get medical attention to her fast enough. She was like a 30 year old woman. Um, so that's not cool. And that's it. And then just a reminder that we are comedians and, you know, even when terrible things LOLs. are happening, it's actually our job is to make jokes that is how that is how as people as human beings our soul that's how our soul functions first of all our soul functions in a way that when something bad happens we want to make a joke yeah i mean when when my mom had a suicide attempt i was like (laughs) you know what i gotta make this funny i have to make this funny in my head i wasn't even a comedian then and i was like i have to joke about this to a friend so that i can get over it. well you still had it in your soul though and i mean you know some people it's a you know some people like to be serious in serious times and that's fine that's good we need those people too we are not those people and for me like the the things that make me honestly like i get so overwhelmed with uh sadness about the state of the world that sometimes like i just i can't even look at uh, anymore and then the thing that gets me out of the rut 
is the joke. Like Louis C.K. saying the most fucked up thing um, it, is what got me out of many depressions. Uh, Dude, his SNL opening about uh, 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 pedophiles. Right. He did like a solid minute on pedophiles. Sure. It was fucking hilarious. Right. And then, sorry, it's never too soon. It's never, it's never like picking and choosing things that we can make fun of. People are dying from every fucking thing every single day. I know. That's why I'm like, life is full of so much bullshit and horror. How can you not make jokes for a living? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's like, I can't, I wouldn't, I don't understand how I would ever even function in my, in my, in this world if I couldn't do that. Well, and I also, and I mean, it's, I think there's something too, like being a professional comedian and it's not just someone making a joke. You know, tr D Donald Trump makes a lot of jokes yeah, that he is not the appropriate he person. Yeah, because, you not, know, he the president of the United States, not a goddamn comedian. Well, he's the he's the president. And also he's not someone who's Funny. Uh, <laughs> skilled or trained in being a comedian. Like when you're a professional comedian, like you've done a lot of live performances. You've, you've studied shit. the craft. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're doing work to be a comedian. And, the, and there is a responsibility that goes along with that. But there's also, you know, a talent to know how to execute things properly. And it, it was just, it's just, it's just a lot of times. And, and again, with the re people fucking retweeting things and not checking the source or a simple time feed where you can go through something and be like, oh, this person just, you know, retweeted a bunch of stuff about, uh, you know, gun control. So they're probably not... <laughs> rooting for the shooter you know right right like right. just like use some fucking context uh yeah also to like <clears throat> with the joke thing whenever people because i feel like a lot of people who listen to guys we fucked they think of us as podcast because that's how they know us is oh, from sure. this podcast so it's a big a, problem a lot of people yeah no it is because and this is why i get this is why i personally get pissed so fucking pissed off if someone gets offended by a joke like if i tweet out a joke or say a joke i have ate it on stage in front of hundreds of strangers with my own words mm -hmm. and my own body and my own mouth giving those like when a comedian goes on stage and bombs meaning they don't do well it is the most it, it's just a feeling like no other it is a type of rejection like no other and you get it day in and day out as a comic. So when you finally get your bearing straight and you figure out the art of joke telling and you, you're still gonna fuck up you're still never gonna not bomb but like when I say something and you're pissed that it's offensive, you can be pissed that it's not funny. Like if it's if sure. a joke, I, that, I truly get mad when jokes aren't funny. They're just stupid. And yeah. they're not, I'm like that. I that's that's offensive to me. But when people get offended because the joke is a well-crafted, uh, edgy commentary on a tragic thing, I'm like, no, 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 no. I earned that right to say that joke. I'm a fucking comic. I put in my dues. You can't. If you're offended by it, that's OK. Just be offended, feel it, go, oh, oh, I feel offended by that. And then, you know, what you do you, you move on with your day. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just it's a real, you know, that there's a lot of tragedy that's happening. And I'm not and, not and I know I'm not going to put the death of comedy on the same level as the death of human beings. But if something you loved was being destroyed by people uh, giving a lot of feedback on it who know nothing about it, you would be mad, too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think I think a lot of times, especially recently on this podcast, things have been more serious because we're in serious times and we are really dedicated to feminist issues and LGBTQ issues and trying to be an inclusive podcast. Uh, but we still are who we are. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, don't forget that because I feel like sometimes people forget that. Uh, yeah. And before being podcasters and before being, um, you know, these 
people, these feminist kind of slash philanthropists, which we did not set out to do. You you've thrust that upon us, which I'm going to I'm going to be clear. And that's cool. And we're happy to be your guys. But like we're we're stand up comedians like that's the occupation that we are. And so if you're not into comedy, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because you're going to hear weird shit. And you're and you're going to need to learn how to deal with it. Oh, but I will and say I'm not going to apologize. And I'm fucking I'm just like, I'm just going to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. I'm just I will say, though, like the past couple of times we've uh, gone on the road and stuff uh, with, with the state with regards to the stand up. You guys are great stand up audiences. Yeah, but it, it's I also appreciate it. Yeah, it's just it's the internet sucks. No, uh, it's not. It's it, the it, internet's a shitty stand up audience. People, I mean, people in person, too. I mean, I think, you know, I, you know, definitely first I push it a lot of times but i mean that's the that's for me that's the joy of being a comedian that's who you are pushing the boundaries and that's what i've always done and i'm gonna share some stories over the next couple weeks that will that paula reminded me of this weekend um but uh yeah i think it's really important to remember that and the whole reason that we started talking about feminist issues with a sense of humor is because uh feminism is sorely lacking a sense of humor as is everything tragedy yeah. when you tra- when it's like when you just see a timeline of tragedy tragedy donate do this do this like it doesn't really but then what you know what popped out is the joke cuz on my feed yesterday on facebook it was a bunch of quote unquote comedians just saying a lot of unfunny prayers, stuff prayers thoughts prayers and the people who I I will specifically point out Tim Dillon and oh, Gene Getman, who have both been on the podcast, were the only fucking two comedians who were really doing their goddamn job, yeah. which was making me laugh. And those were the two people who made me want to get out of bed, who made me want to go, go and do something, and who made me like kind of reflect on the situation in a way that I had not looked at it before, which is the beauty of comedy. It, it kind of jolts your mind into thinking about something in a different way. Oh, yeah. Tim Dillon really fucking crushed it with uh, his commentary the past couple of days. Yeah. If you're not, friend him on Facebook. I don't know if he has enough room for friend requests well, follow, and stuff. Yeah, but follow him he, on Twitter. That's follow good. him on Twitter. I did Twitter is not as many characters, but he is one of the funniest fucking people uh, on the planet. And he is a great example of somebody who just makes... Uh, jokes at the t- at a time when it's like, oh, something horrible just happened and you feel icky and you feel gross and whatever. Um, like he just, this is one of his Facebook updates. Would you rather have gone to see live comedy? And then he was, no, someone shot five times at a concert. Like, <laughs> like that's, but to me, I'm like, that doesn't make what happened less bad because it's still it's so bad that it, it's it's just so bad. Yeah, you're not making fun of the people. It's like it's like I don't understand. I think that's where the miscon. There's a misconception somewhere, yeah, like and I think that might be where it is. Making fun of the people who died. Oh, like, yeah, that's like, horrible. Like <laughs> that's not. And that, but that's not at all how that joke reads. It's yeah. just. I mean, I don't know if I'm. I, I'm just. Because I, I work in the business, I'm just like everything to me is like translated as, as a joke. But it's like, you know, the difference, you know, the difference between a joke and a not joke. I'm sorry, you do. And I'm tired of people. And everyone who fucking complains is always some person who's really never had a problem in their life. And I look because I look at everyone. Oh, yeah, we do. We look complains. I'm like, oh, you going to bitch about this. Let me look into your life a little bit. And it's so interesting. The people <laughs> who are uh, who are like it was a joke are people who look like they've actually been through something in their lives. So they know the difference between a joke and seriousness. So anyway. Just get your heads out of your own fucking asses. I'm really just fucking sick of everybody. Get your head out of your ass so you can <laughs> see clearly. Uh, uh, that was and, a segue. The one ad. <laughs> oh. 
I, I was I was just being mad in my own head and I didn't even oh. think about this. I just walk around fucking pissed off a lot. Like I went to the wrong train today because I was just pissed off. Um, what if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses, contact <gasps> yeah. oh. lenses for every single day for $30 a month? Do what? the math. Corinne. That's a dollar a day. Shut the fuck up. This is half the price of other brands. No. Go to HubbleContacts.com and get your first two weeks free. Free? Uh, I've used Hubble Contacts. They're really cute. They have cute packaging. They come really fast. Anything where <laughs> you can mail shit. <laughs> and that's a good thing in this case. <laughs> Anytime you can mail shit to my door and I don't have to have any interaction with anybody. That's my favorite <laughs> way to receive things. Okay. So this is great. And also, I know I've, I was a contact wearer for... Yeah, I, over a decade of my life and they're really expensive and oh, you, I know and you're like oh this is so annoying and you end up re-wearing them and giving yourself an eye infection because they're so expensive Hubble is are the same contact lenses and they just don't have a fancy brand name on them but they work the same way you can see they're soft they get throw them away <laughs> they're really dailies it's great uh, I like them a lot quality daily lenses for half the price of the other guys getting Ew. contacts has never been more convenient and affordable they can even send you to an optometrist if you don't have the right prescription today. So go to HubbleContacts.com. Get your first two weeks of lenses for free. 15 pairs of lenses for free. You can't beat it. Like, even if you don't want to subscribe, just get yeah, you'd be the- like, all right, I'm going to get you free lenses. and yeah. I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. You can do that. Just get the free lenses. Uh, and it's Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E, Contacts.com. And get 2020 vision for half the price. Yeah. There should be a Corinne concierge service and the services that like you get things like you have an assistant, but like somehow you don't know that that assistant even exists because they just like they like give you things that you need without like they just like slide under your door. So like you just like have I'm a minimal cell. No, not like that, but like a military confinement, minimal contact with humans. It would be great. It's interesting because a lot of people I like I actually if I'm having a bad day, I need to have contact with like strangers, friends, someone like I get my energy from that. Yeah, exactly. It's different personality. Some people feel like extrovert uh, being around other people drains me and yeah, being yeah, around yeah. other people energizes you. Like sometimes I hate people so much that I tr- have to take a lift because I can't be on the subway. <laughs> That's like been a real thing. Like yesterday, I actually couldn't be around anyone. Oh, really? So I had to spend extra money to take a lift because I was like, I'm going to act, might hit somebody. I'm going to punch it. And that's not, we don't want to, we don't want to celebrate violence with violence, you know? Yeah. Oh God. I read this fact about science and then did you know there are five stages of sleep i'm going into another ad i'm trying to be tricky like i'm not going to but i am oh, I i'm just like, gonna let it go and just do it <laughs> i thought you were gonna tell me a story <laughs> right because that's how good of, i got that bfa <laughs> acting uh before you can enter any oh wait oh wait there okay i'm just gonna start from the beginning not a bfa in reading oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tickled my funny bone in the perfect way. <laughs> Science tells us there are five stages of sleep, but before you can enter any of them, you need to be comfortable so you can fall asleep. No shit. You need Bull and Brant's sheets, the most comfortable sheets you ever sleep on. What makes them unique is each sheet is crafted from 100% organic cotton. That means Bull and Brant's sheets not only feel incredible, but they also look amazing. And since Bull and Branch sells exclusively online, you don't pay that expensive retail markup. That's half the price for twice the quality. You'll love these sheets. Try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you're not impressed, Return them for a full refund and tell us to go fuck ourselves. Anyone who sleeps on Bull and Branch sheets loves them, and that's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. The New York Times, Forbes, Wall Street Journal, 
rave about them. And even three U.S. presidents have bullet branch sheets. Guess which ones they are and cater it to your own political beliefs so that they are in favor of bullet branch sheets. Go to bullenbranch.com today and you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping in the U.S. when you use the promo code GWF. That's $50 off plus free U.S. shipping right now at bull, B-O-L-L, like we smoked the weed out of, and A-N-D, branch.com. Oh, I already spelled it out for you. Oh, the promo code is G-W-F, okay? I really put a lot of effort in that one. I really like those sheets. I do. They're really good. I do uh, like Comfy them. sheets are... I like them a lot. Just feel... I be. I like being naked in comfortable sheets. And mm-hmm. I sleep I sleep on Bull and Branch. I know we're not doing an ad for Casper, but I also sleep on that too. And it's pretty good. I like advertising things that we like. It makes you feel better. Well, that's what we only do that. I know. We say no to a lot of stuff, you guys. But we really do. Everything we fucking talk about in here, we've used or are using. Um, speaking of that, we wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Did we tell you that? Do we? You guys know that? Wow! If you didn't, you're at you're on living under a fucking rock. Um, we wrote a book. It's called "Fucked: Being Sexually Explorative and Self Confident in a World That's Screwed." And goddamn, is this world screwed? You know, mm-hmm. it's good. Out. There's a lot of good advice in it. There's a lot of personal stories. We tried not to reiterate things that we've already talked about the, on the podcast. Uh, and if we did, we put a lot more details into them. Uh, this was one of the few pleasant experiences I've had in my life. So writing minimal this, people writing this book. Yeah, I love writing. It was so. It, it was it was really fun. A lot of self-reflection went into it. Uh, so we hope that you'll buy it. We spent we put a lot of we put like a year of work into this. Yeah, um, really so we appreciate it. And if you're not going to read it, pick it up for someone who you think will. I think it's a nice gift for uh, somebody who like a young woman in your life who maybe you can't have this conversation verbally with. But you can a good way to get get the message across. I do this all the time is just like give them a book. Oh, yeah. Just slide it into the bag. Like I didn't have I didn't feel comfortable. I'm not close enough with my younger cousins to have like sit them down and have like a talk with them. Yeah. About this stuff. But I picked out for Christmas last year, I picked out books that I think they would really benefit from because I know I've learned so much from books from movies uh, where, you know, sometimes a character or someone, you know, an author always sounds like someone who's like, oh, you're like, this person's an author. They must know a lot more than me. Yeah. And then you read the book and you're like, well, this this helped my life a lot. And I retain this information. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use it along the way. Mm. Um, and it's also available in uh, yeah the audiobook and the Which Google, we recorded. The Google book. Google books, iBooks. Corinne and I recorded the audiobook. We read each of our parts because we write separate chunks in the book. So everything that's written, there's a little avatar of one of us at the bottom of the page. So you always know who's speaking. And if you listen to the podcast frequently, you'll know by what we're saying. Uh, but yeah, so we, we do the audiobook and oh man, it's pretty good. It's yeah. really good. I was cracking up. I, when you were reading, when you were in the recording studio, Karen, you were reading, I was like, oh my God, this book is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Personal stuff. Oh yeah. I, really... I have a, I mean, I did a fucking lot this week. You really did. You hunted witches. I did. I went to Salem, Massachusetts for my AKA birthday. Sluts. Hi to everyone on Twitter who like said, is that you? Yes, it was me. Oh, you a celeb. And also hi to the people I met in the honeydew donuts. You were very nice. Whoa. You had cute outfits on. Um, now that that's what defines a woman. Uh, <laughs> and so but yeah, basically I wanted to do a bunch of like weirdo shit that I had never done before for my birthday. And I didn't have, this was the first year uh, in a long time that I didn't have a birthday party yeah. because I truly cannot. Um, I just can't, I'm done. I can't stand it. Yeah. Anyone. I feel like after 30, I even me, I'm like, I'm going to have mine. I'll tell you about that later. I just got an idea for my birthday party, my 30th birthday. And it's going to be 
craziest night. Oh, that's right. It's your 30th. Yeah. yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of like, just, I don't want, I, because you know, birthday parties, a lot of times you have to invite a lot of people that you don't actually like. I know. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to invite them for solidarity. And then they're like, I'm going to come. And you're like, yeah. no, you weren't supposed to say yes. Yeah. So I'm just not doing that anymore. <laughs> and I, and I really, I, and I didn't think I could probably execute it with inviting like the people I wanted while keeping the people I didn't want out. So I just didn't have a birthday party. A lot of people asked me about it and I said, Nope, not happening. Sorry. Ugh, last year. I mean, last year was amazing when you got the puppies oh, and the yeah. fucking McDonald's food and the fucking, Right. Ugh. But that was like, cool. You spent like a night, like you're, you, you had your friends over that you liked for that part. And then you just did like, <laughs> really nice things. like yeah. they could go come on later when you were drunk. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, and then, so what did I do? So me and James, well, uh, had a birthday day before and I did all this weird shit, shit. Like I got a B12 shot. Oh, how did you like that? Because I was considering. Didn't like it at all. Oh, didn't damn. have any effect on me. <laughs> and it left a huge bruise on my arm. Oh. Because you get it in the muscle. Some people just bruise when they You're get You're so goth. You're immune to B12. I found literally, I didn't, I was if anything more tired. It had zero effect uh. on me. Some people really like it though. It just didn't do it for me. Um, but it was fun to try. I'm glad I tried it. Yeah. I, been, I need more energy and try I need to things. do it somehow. And I went... I did a cryo. I went in a cryo lounge, which is the thing that? that looks like basically you're like on a flying saucer. You get naked and you go into a thing that's between below negative uh, 130 and negative 190 degrees for three minutes. And three minutes? It's, you didn't uh, get numb? No, I loved it. Actually, I love the cold. Were you in water or air? No, it's air. Whoa. And you're naked. And you're the, naked. How hard were your nipples? Damn. They, they were very, they were very hard. So they were hard. Chop, chopping a little bit, actually. Oh, my God. You have to put gloves on your hands and feet because it's so cold. It could damage your fingertips and toes. Whoa. Uh, James was very concerned about his dick, but it's fine, everybody. Don't worry. His dick's okay? His dick's his okay. His dick's okay. He covered his dick with his gloves because I'm, I'm like, James, I'm sure, I'm sure other people have, with dicks have gone in here. I even asked... <laughs> I even last a lady. I just like, I, I have no, I have no knowledge of how to exist in regular life anymore. So I said to the lady, I was like, is his dick going to be okay? <laughs> hey, he doesn't want to ask this, but his wing is going to be all right, yeah, right? his dick's going to be okay. And she laughed and she's like, I honestly, my I get, click going to get frostbite. What's going on? Yeah. She's like, I get this question a lot, but it was fine. And it's good. It's a, so I mean, you went in together. I would have totally no. fucked. And oh. you can't, can't fuck. <laughs> the lady's looking at you. Oh, your head's naked? sticking out. Oh. Yeah. Your whole body oh, is oh, covered, oh, but oh. your head is it's like a out. tanning bed with your it would, it would damage your face. It's, it's too cold for your face. You would, oh. it, it would, it, it and you did that invigorate. You're not you? able to breathe. I loved it. I thought it was great. Again, like, was there that any sounds nice. actual benefit? Benefit? Uh, probably. Hey, not. got cold for a couple minutes. It's good for like pain. Cool. It's good for people who have nerve damage. Oh, uh, that kind of a thing. Some people use it for weight loss. I mean, I think Joe Rogan does the cryo lounge too. Well, he does um uh that submission uh fucking sensory deprivation yeah. tanks. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of like he's he so interesting. He's stuff, so yeah. he's interested in so he knows so much shit. Oh. A lot of woo woo stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm into that kind of stuff. So I did all that, and then. Because I said, you know, what the fuck? Uh, then I did DMT. <laughs> What's that? It's the most powerful psychedelic that is available uh, oh, in life. Is that the one you feel like you're going to die or something? It, it's emulating. Uh, it's basically emulating the chemical that your brain releases when you die. Holy people say, shit. People say. And there's a whole documentary. Again, Joe Rogan actually did has a documentary about it. I've been stu- This is not something I just like did. Has he? Has Joe Rogan done it? Yes, yes, oh. yes. But he's Damn. like, he's a very experienced psychedelics user. Yeah, he's very nerdy about it. Like, I, you have I, to, I, I had to go and get a fucking meth pipe <laughs> to smoke this out. Oh, <laughs> do tell. Wait, okay, well, how was it? It just, who was there? Who'd you I do mean, it with? It's great. Uh, no, you have to do it by yourself and no you have one's to have there? someone watch you. Oh, so James had James, James had done it 
previously in his life. So oh. he was he was like on, you know, I always have someone like yeah. around like, you know, if you need to call like 911 or something. But basically I had been studying like and I, when I say I take psychedelics very seriously, we get a lot of emails and I don't even like talking about it enough, but I just like I think it's very in- interesting. So I like talking about it. Uh, but this is n- not for anyone. You've had it. You have definitely have to have done acid several times to be able to do this. Otherwise, Whoa. you will freak yeah. the fuck out. And also, too, like if, like I'm the kind of person where I don't think I'll ever do acid or mushrooms. I just don't think that's good with my personality, Ugh. and that's okay. Yeah, there's people listening. People, well, it's funny to me because it's people weird give drug me- things. Everyone's like, I don't want to do that. You're pressuring me. No, I'm not gonna do the things, but I'm fucking interested. Well, and also people give me a lot of what it is. People are, seem are super uh, weird about talking about psychedelics. Meanwhile. I see people, uh, you but know, I'll buy this gun. I see 24 year olds fucking doing bumps of cocaine like it's nothing. And to me, I think cocaine is way more dangerous than doing this. And, uh, you know, than doing these psychedelics, psychedelics is, is, is a, you know, I'm getting real weird into it, but it's like, a, you know, it's an entry into another it's part like a of different your brain. realm of the universe. And but shit. yeah, I've been studying for months. I talked to several people who have done it. I know several. I know people who actually fucking make it. I, Whoa. I, Joe Rogan did a whole Three documentary cups about of flour. it. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, uh, they they uh, administered DMT in an, a- an actual hospital in, in an experiment to trace what it does. There's virtually no one who's ever died from DMT. There's like no record of any death. Oh, that would make that would make Whereas, me feel better. Whereas think of That's all the sad. other drugs that you did. So it's not encouraging. This is people a- die from alcohol. Every yeah, day. this is a very long process. I've been you know working up to this for uh, several years, and I've been studying to do this particular drug for several months. Wow, so you did it. I what was, was it sitting. Like? on my table for a long time and I really I really really waited until I was not only felt like I was knowledgeable enough about it uh where I knew how to where I knew how to use it where I knew what the you know kind of trip was going to be like and where I felt comfortable that it was okay with my bot to you know to use with my body and I had also done acid which you definitely need to do as a stepping stone into this otherwise you will (laughs) so what was it it was scary even for me whoa Um, really well then but see I would imagine but not just because you you you're on a ride. You've lost control. Like like so you be you have to take basically like three hits of it because you're smoking it out of the like a meth bowl. Um, which the guy the, the store was like tobacco use only, and I was like, wink, right, girl, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's for my crack. Uh, I mean, James immediately turned. You know, he because he has to hold it for you because otherwise you'll drop the thing. Because b- b- by the second. Like like whiff it it tastes it, you you see the pipe and it's like melting and you're like looking at it and it's melting <gasps> whoa but it's obviously not it's melting, not melting right but okay. it just looks like but well, I, and I imagine yeah. being knowledgeable allows you to be scared and thrilled but also like comforted and but I knew that, that but see it's you like, knew that was coming I knew it was gonna happen yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. So that wait, what else happened? I was gonna take a puff and that the thing was gonna appear like it was melting but I knew that I had to take the third one to kind of like go beyond whoa so oh I my mean, god it's so cool uh, so I mean basically people have a lot of this is the one where people are like, oh, I met God and stuff. And, and did you meet, on a journey? Did you meet her? I actually was. She's a black lesbian. So I fell back and I was, um, you know, just because you feel like you have the spins almost like you're drunk, but you're not drunk at all. Uh, so it feels like you took acid and but it hits immediately and it's way more powerful than any acid you've ever taken. Whoa. And I was at this like Egyptian party where what? wait you but you were actually in your apartment right? Yeah, that's what everyone asked. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I was in my bedroom, but oh whoa, in my when when you close your eyes, you have to close your eyes, and first of all, your whole head, 
head looks like a kaleidoscope. So I was closing my eyes and then I could look back and like it was like I had a kaleidoscope in my brain. Whoa. And um, and then I was I was at it like an Egyptian party and everyone was having a really good time. What? And it was like yellows and reds and greens. And everyone was kind of just like doing this like dancing hand motion, like come towards us, come towards Were you us. Horny? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> no drugs. don't. I, be so horny. Yeah. Drugs don't really it's the eyes wide shut party. Psychedelics don't usually make me horny. Oh, OK. It's not that's not like a common you feel love, but not horniness. So it has the and CMT has uh, the visuals of acid and the love of Molly, I would say. Oh, Molly. Okay. Um, And uh, so that, yeah, I was at the party and everyone was dancing. And then basically this drug only lasts 15 minutes max. Oh, that's my kind of drug. (laughs) Yeah, but I like the short ones. It's very, yeah, it's very. You're out of commission afterwards? No, it's just, you just really got to be ready. Okay. And you can see things that you don't want to see. Mine was fine because I mean, it's a reflection of yourself. So if you're hiding like demons and stuff, uh, or if you're unhappy with yourself, I I would imagine it could be a very unpleasant experience. Um, I have a, good success rate and I think it's because I am do like myself and I am comfortable that's with myself. the ultimate litmus Telson. do you like yourself cool do this DMT and see if it fucks you up right just, just kidding it's a joke and but also it is kind scary because you're like oh is there something that maybe I'm repressing or hiding that I don't that that I you know do I secretly think I'm a bad person I'm like I mean I don't think that I do so yeah right uh and then and then you know basically there's supposed to be a moment when someone kind of like takes you beyond but I kept, someone I kept asking who's... like a being like God, a being is different for everybody. African-American lesbian. It's different for everybody. That's what mine would be. And so, uh, but you can't control it. Like I would have never imagined I would be at this Egyptian party. And like, Whoa. it could be like they were actual Egyptians or it could be that- You were Egyptian in past life? Egyptians were based off aliens and like they- and aliens got and aliens were were or were wearing what Egyptians are wearing, and then Egyptians were visited by aliens and then started dressing like them. Oh shit! So if you want to, I like bitch. to get I like to get super weird with it and see how weird I can. And take then it. what happened? And then I was like, I kept asking up? everybody. No. I was like, where are we? No, there was no sign. Damn it! I kept asking everyone. I was like, where are we going? Uh, when are we going on this journey? Like, where where when are we going? And they were just like, no, you're not ready yet. And then they oh. and it's faded to black and it almost went back to like the Egyptians kind of went back into the wall like they were hieroglyphics on the walls talking to me. And oh, and there was Holy also shit. there was also flying dogs there, which was awesome. And they oh. looked like they had the head of Alfred, but the body of like that ghost dog from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, so it was like a bunch of little Alfreds. But and uh, yeah, and so they said, you're not ready yet. So I'll try again a co- in a couple months because a lot of times people wow. are told like, no. But uh, people are told no with the drug in yeah. their head. Yeah. Like I had that's fascinating. Like you're me. said, like because you have to say, like, am I like you, usually the being will ask you, like, are you ready to go? Like, wait, let's go. See, 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 not die. No. Okay. No, no, no. Go beyond. Like, are you ready to go and take this journey and see things? Because, you know, maybe you don't want to see like how your life is going to turn out. Or maybe you don't want to see like things that you're not supposed to be doing. Uh, or oh, maybe, yeah. Or will, maybe yeah. like you want to cont- kind of continue on the journey that you're having in this life. And you don't, it doesn't matter, you know, seeing the future or seeing the repercussions of your actions right now. Right. Some people don't want to see that. Yeah. That's why that, that drug's make, not for me. That could make life very tense. <laughs> yes. You know, you don't want to know. But so is it do is it necessarily if you do go beyond if whatever when you're in the trip in the midst of it and you do go beyond are you going to see the repercussions of your life or is it like a psychic insight to your life or something? It's different for and it's positive and negative for some people. I mean, yeah. I think if, I think it's a you know going to be it's not going to. 
be anything I think that really surprises you. I think it's probably going to be a pretty accurate representation of the kind of life that you know in your heart that you're leading. Whoa. And so for me, I think mine was just kind of like a like a reinforcement to like stay in the moment, keep doing what you're doing. And when like the time is ready, you will know. That's how I interpreted it. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, number one, this is, is super hard to get. So I'm like not really concerned with like people like, you know, just right. getting it. Right. But also like, again, there I really did a lot of work, have been reading about it for a long time. It's disclaimer. Do not do it. You'll freak the fuck out. Do not do it alone. You'll lose your mind. And you'll yeah. probably set your fucking apartment on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidentally. Not, not a drug for it. Christina. <laughs> That's okay, though. Well, I mean, because it was even even when I like even knowing all I knew by the time it was like, going I was like ah stop stop but then I was like <laughs> then I just like I was like no okay I'm fine I'm okay all right there was no damn I, I just like, helped my mom with a yard sale <laughs> I was weekend. giggling alone in my room a lot <laughs> that sounds fun oh I keep staring at your ass in that photo looks so good I'm so proud it's of that a dr- a drawing. A drawing a painting a drawing um should we enjoy our guest uh oh yeah read? Pro- probably we can read one I guess yeah you want to read yours yours is more lighthearted. I think <laughs> mine's about uh gun control and it's uh you know, sometimes you just want to listen to a po- comedy podcast about sex to forget about stuff that's bad. So, right. Yeah. I forgot. Let's I just had talk that about that I flirting. <laughs> I, for, I really, I really like to make birthdays big, a big bang. No, good that you should. All right. So this one, I like this one because I think sometimes we get off the track of like just normal everyday advice and we get into, you know, really crazy, heavy stuff that hopefully most people won't experience. And so we, I don't want to forget about, you know, regular everyday problems too. Uh, hey, bitches, I need some advice. My boyfriend is the love of my life. We've been together for two and a half years. We've always taken things slow because both of us are notoriously bad at relationships, even though I'm 26 and he's 28. This is his first relationship beyond three months. And this is my first relationship where I've had zero desire to cheat. We spend 99% of our yeah. time, our free time together and live together. We do things kind of out of order. We told each other, I love you at nine months. I said it first and became excited. Exclusive at one year, although neither of us had slept with anyone else during that year. What prompted the exclusivity conversation was me finding nudes and sex from a girl on his phone. He said he had never been with her physically, but he had matched her on OkCupid to sex for masturbating while he was out of town. After thinking about it, I told him that I was fine (laughs) with that sort of sexting since we both watch porn. And as long as he doesn't meet anyone in person or develop a relationship with them, I don't really feel like sexting a stranger to get off is any different, providing it doesn't affect our sex life. Then about a year ago, while he was on another trip, I saw in his email that he had added Snapchat. I went through his Mm. Facebook and saw that he was flirting with an ex, one he had dated in high school, his first love, and the girl he lost his virginity to. She lives in a different country. He asked her for a picture and then the Snapchat ad in his email. I fully admit to snooping, but he had asked me to get into his work email to send him a file, which is when I saw the Snapchat stuff. So it's not like I had been digging to find something in the first place. Everyone always has defensive of their snooping. I agree with that. The second he asked you to email something from his work email you were probably like bingo yeah i mean that's a stupid thing for someone to ask you to do anyway like i never give anyone the password to my email when i confronted him about it he said that he didn't have feelings for her it was harmless flirting i asked if they had exchanged nudes he said they hadn't but the thought had crossed his mind we almost broke up i told Eh. him because i cheated a lot in the past but had never felt the urge with him that if it was uh, this hard for him not to seek out flirting with others, then maybe that meant I wasn't the girl for him. And that sexting random strangers on the internet are certainly different from women he has had relationships with in the past. At this, he was silent for a while, then said that he, if I wanted him to stop talking to her, he would. 
I've been trying to be a model girlfriend in terms of paranoia and jealousy for the last few months, and it had been going really well. Making the choice to trust him and deciding not to go through his phone and stuff has helped me a lot. But every few months, I will see a text pop up on his iPhone screen. I'm not opening his phone, I swear. From three different girls he's been with before in the past, although none of them currently live in our part of the country. He's a popular friend and very charismatic with lots of friends who are girls, many that I have met and like. So it could be that these texts are platonic, in which case I'm a psycho jealous girlfriend. Mm. But realistically, I'm sure there's some degree of flirting going on, whether harmless or not, I don't know. What makes it harder for me to stomach is that I'm going out of town for work for a few weeks and I have fears that he'll be sexting one of these girls while I'm gone. Maybe it would be easier to understand what was going on if he talked about them ever. But even though I I hear about most of the communications with his other friends, see their pics and Snapchats that he'll show me, he never talks about his exes. Possibly because he's afraid I'll get upset or jealous, but I think I'd feel better. I'm just used to cutting and running when problems happen in my relationship, and part of me feels like I'll never fully trust him, so I should just leave. On the other hand, I wish I knew how to talk about this stuff so we can resolve it. He's a great guy, and he's never actually physically cheated on me. Does that matter? Have you guys had problems with boyfriends who, quote, harmlessly flirt or exes that don't seem to go away? Should I just cut and run? Thanks for any advice. Love you guys. Sincerely tired of feeling distrustful. I think it's an interesting exercise to, if you like the person enough, try and got to talk to him about it. Because mm-hmm. I, because I mean, Steven's a flirty person. I know he, I mean, he's just flirty naturally. Like every time he texts somebody, he's just very flirty and he, he's a lot of girlfriends, but I don't really care. Like even if it is really flirty, nudes, we got to talk about that first. Like right. I, he would have, I mean, if he was like, if our relationship, because I've kind of, I've tried to push Steven to like, you should be monogamous and like fuck other people sometimes. Right. Uh, but he's not comfortable with that. But I honestly feel like if we were monogamish and we exchange photos and sex it every once in a while with people, that's cool too. Right. But you didn't really, they didn't agree to that. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, she said it was okay for the sexy thing. I mean, I think there's a, I think that's an interesting kind of, uh, yeah, compromise. But yeah. it definitely has to be people you don't know that where he's getting oh, into trouble yeah. is when he started talking to these people that he's previously had sex with like if you're sexing with people who you have pr- previously had physical sex with i think that's a really slippery slope that's why you have with the monogamish i think you there has to be really clear boundaries and you have to be careful that like okay so once you hit you know once you kind of scratch that itch and it, you know so it's like right. okay i can't be monogamous i know that ab- about myself I'm, I'm not talking about me personally i'm just saying like hypothetically it, uh, hypothetically Exactly. So like if you say to yourself, I know I can't be monogamous, but I my partner, you know, and I we don't actually want to have sex with other people. So maybe we can sex with other people. But it's like then once that gets boring, then what do you do? Because things right? are kind of always going to get boring. And that's my main problem uh, in this kind of so early on. ongoing thoughts in my head that I have about monogamy versus open relationships. And I really have uh, been on both sides where I see both things right now. I'm definitely in a more monogamous uh, kind of mindset, uh, but not for lack of thinking about uh, not being in it. And so I think, yeah, it's just like, there have to be really clear boundaries and it's cool. And I also, the, the sentence where you said, I'm trying to be the model girlfriend. It's oh, like, yeah, that, that, yeah. that to that me set me go, off an Ugh. alarm because it's like, 
you you can't try to not be paranoid. You're either not paranoid or you're suppressing paranoia. Yeah, it's suppressing. It's not good. So if you're if you want to feel the feelings and you're telling yourself, no, you're crazy. Don't feel these feelings. That's not helpful to you. You need to fully feel whatever feelings you need to go through. And uh, you can work on maybe not feeling those feelings so quickly. But that's a long process. And certainly just shutting them off is not the proper way to handle that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's um, not this. That's you not dealing with your feelings and they're going to come out one way or another. Well, it's also you curating your feelings for another, for another person. Yeah. Your feelings belong to you and they're there to help you and they're there to they're there to set off an alarm for you to say something isn't right. Yeah. Um. So I think that's the, the key there. So I think you definitely have to have a conversation about it. This shit with the fucking exes absolutely needs to go. And, you know, you, I, you, know, you yeah, can't that tell would people they be can't okay be friends me. with their exes. I don't think that's fair. But also, you shouldn't be fucking flirting with exes don't or getting new photos. With your exes, yeah, a lot to ask. Yeah, you're being ridiculous. You're being Sir. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know who's not ridiculous, but also kind of ridiculous? Our guest. Yes, he's amazing. He's great. He's a very funny comedian. We had such an interesting, fun conversation with him. Uh, there's a little ball action, which you'll find out. Very exciting. Very thrilling. Our guest today is a stand-up comic. He co-hosts the podcast Skeptic Tank. Uh, his comedy special, Double Negative, is now streaming on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Ari Shafir. Here while we talk about whatever yeah, what we too. stuck up our butt this weekend. I used to listen to people like do like 15 minutes of ad reads. I'm like, why am I here? Oh, why yeah, that's so awkward. Silently? Yeah, I hate because it's hard for me to be silent. So it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't breathe. <laughs> yeah. The best First, is David Allen Greer doing Corollas. And, uh, and uh, he was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, dude, no, you can't talk, sorry, you can't curse our ad reads. And he just kept cursing. Oh, that's he so funny. Kept yelling out cunts. I, love that. <laughs> I already yeah. hit myself with the microphone. So this it's is all good. good. Um, I, how long ago did I meet you? I met you when I was wingman and a friend. Yeah. I was like, I was a good, was I a good wingwoman? Yeah, you were great. You I left was, at the right time. Absolutely. Yes. That That's was what I was telling mission. Steven. I was like, that was the first time I met Ari. And I'm pretty sure I was good because I knew when to leave. Oh, I know what, I know who this is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, it was like, okay, I'm going to have my friend show up. She's a comic though. I was like, okay, to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
That's extra weird if it's a comic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, She was like, oh, she has a show at Gotham. I think it was Gotham. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, then we'll go to the bar next door. That's where everyone goes afterwards. And then you came and I was like, okay. It was actually kind of nicer to have a wingman because then you don't have all the responsibility of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just all talk. (laughs) Yeah. Get comfortable. I love talking. So I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just get the benefit. So. Yeah, absolutely. When you're talking. Yeah. When I talk and I'm trying to fuck at the goal, I'm trying to fuck at the end. I never talk well. But then when I'm just talking to talk, I'm great. It's way better. Yeah. So much better and so charming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did did a good job. Thank you. Oh, that's fucking awesome. How old are you? 43. 43. Yeah. And what, how was your like beginnings of your sexual career? Started late. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Started real late. I was a virgin until I was 23. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've been going for 20 years, I guess. Good for you. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Thanks. How long have you guys been fucking? <laughs> I've been fucking since I was 16. Since I was 18. Oh, okay. I had to get out of New Jersey good. to fuck. I always look out. back though and I'm like, man, I was so bad at it. And I wouldn't have, not that I would have been better if I waited until I was older, but I feel like I would have seen more and understood more and yeah. not wanted to rip a bandaid off. It was all pre-porn. It's so weird that virginity is like, I have this massive thing. I know. That's the only time sex is that big. I know. Well, is it for guys? Because girls are like, yeah, for you sure. just want to get it over with. It's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. We don't think it's going to hurt. <laughs> we want to be good, but it's not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to do it so we're not a virgin anymore. I know. Yeah. And right. then you There's feel. There's like a huge stigma, I feel, with, so, du- so with dudes. But also you walk differently when you're not a virgin. Like I knew when I went into my high school, my friend Melissa, she's like, you just had sex, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, bitch. Did she smell you like the father of boys in the hood? <laughs> like, I wish. Yeah. Yeah, but people make up things. Like, I remember my friend in college, she was just like, your hips look wider. Did you have sex? And I was like, what? I was like, you're literally just making this up. Like, she's just a bitch. Gotta be. It was a dude. Oh, he's just a bitch. Yeah. Your hips look wider as if you're suddenly birthing. I was like, I think I'm just in college and gained some weight. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Well, freshman 15, asshole. I was like, I think that's the issue. Um, uh, Wait, wait. So when you were 23, when you lost your virginity, were you a comic already? No, no. I was in college. Okay. Yeah. It was girl How'd you I pull loved. it off? Oh, you loved her. Yeah, I waited for the right girl. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm glad I waited. It was the right. It was the right girl. It was a good memory. It wasn't some shitty. Here's mm-hmm. how women lose their virginity. One of two ways, generally. Either the <laughs> guy you love for forever, or forever. right after you break up with them, like ah, fuck it. Who's here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I two. get over boyfriends. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. When I break yeah. up, I'm like ah, just let me just get on another. You date. gotta break the streak. I know. <laughs> Yeah. So your first time was actually good. Yeah. And did you play, like, did you like touch each other and go to all the other bases? Yeah. We did all that before. Yeah. Uh, Not the Christian anal. Oh, my boyfriend had done that with a girl. Not his first time, but he, she couldn't have sex because Jesus was like, no, but then in the butt, (laughs) it's it's cool. It's so weird. The butt. It's so weird when you meet a real Christian doing that. You're like, you know, that's way past vaginal. Yeah. I mean, are pastors like okaying this or I don't know where this rumor started. I don't know. Because I know I remember it was like the yeah. first time I really heard about it was with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Wait, they did it? They anal? did it in the butt? I mean, apparently that was like the thing because they were, you know, they're very southern and very like God loving people. I mean, when they first came when out, first, I think yeah. that I think they've washed that away since. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that was like that, that was talk. And I mean, and then also on the Jessica Simpson reality show, there was a lot of like talk about her virginity. Like her dad used to publicly talk about it all the time. About her being a virgin. Yeah. yeah. And it was, was really, really weird. I would not want my dad talking about 
Yeah. Did your parents ever talk to you about sex? Nope. Never. Never wanted them to. Glad <laughs> oh, they that's didn't. nice. Did you, you grow up Orthodox or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought so you did. Sex yeah. was like out of the question for a while. Mm-hmm. Not like if we forbid it, but like, are you, you know, nobody's been thinking about this. Really? Yeah. Did your parents have sex? I mean, they did obviously at least once. I asked my mom once if she had sex with my dad before they got married and she lost it on me. She's like, yeah. you don't ask your mother that. Well, so she did. Yeah, guilty. Yeah, right? That's what I think too. That's what I think too. Oh, she. Uh-huh. That, was ve- that was very guilty yeah. for her. But I was like, it's not like it was just some dude. You ended up with him for fucking 80 years or whatever. 80? Uh, not that long. But Damn. Okay, wow, your parents are old. That's okay. impressive. Yeah. But like, yeah, but it's like you got to test drive the car before you buy it. I would say so. God damn. I cannot imagine. I've yet to. Can I w- you imagine that? Can you imagine? I want to talk mm. to a person who waited until marriage. I've heard from people via email. My friend did. Whoa. Oh, actually, yeah. Orthodox Jew got a, a couple blowjobs before. And he was like, I'm in. That's, this is great. The blowjobs were good? Yeah, but he had never gotten that before. Okay. So any blowjob is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If you've and never gotten one. He had sex six times in four years. Ooh. Eventually started cheating and then with some like convert Jew and then just started. Convert Jew. Yeah. Who just knew how to fuck. Whoa. Yeah. And he was like, blew his mind. And then it was like, okay, I'm out of that marriage. Oh, no. How's he doing now? Great. Oh, good. Is he fucking a lot? He's got a new family with the the new girl. Oh, what a fairy tale that is. How is divorce treated in the Orthodox community? I'm not sure if I. They respect it. You really got to like give it a chance. Um, (laughs) Wait, divorce or marriage? Marriage. Marriage. They make you like, come on, come on, let's go to counseling first. They don't want you just breaking up, especially if you've got kids. Who's they? Like the rabbis? The rabbis okay. or the council. They'll they'll get involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. But Damn. cheating is like, they would like banish the woman. They're like, you got to move to a different community. We have to like keep this marriage going. You're like a... Oh, like succubus. the woman who is like the other woman? Yeah. Oh. But... Takes two I was tango, the only one, Yeah, I was only giving advice like, no, man, you love this new girl. Like, get, yeah. get it's new pussy, up. dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have yeah. you ever had anything? I've heard did a you lot. Know you can have sex in the shower. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I did know that. It's like, you wow. can have sex in the car, <laughs> too. That's kind of sweet. It was sweet. That's <laughs> it really adorable. Was. Like, I've heard, a, um, I mean, I've only heard a couple stories of uh, from people from the Orthodox community, but they all involve sexual assault with minors. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I know point. a lot of religion. Yeah, it's just religion in general. Catholicism, any extreme like or, or more intense version of a religion, everyone's touching Well, because there's a you trust heard, there. Wow. So it's like, it's the same as a family friend. I think they're very similar situations. It's like you trust the people at your church or your temple. You trust your family friend. So when you have enough trust, that's the perfect time to really break yeah, it. Really Uncle is. Bill wouldn't hurt you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, then but you it's, go in for the kill. But you can't also, you can't just put constraints on people's lives. I feel like that's it too. Like just more extreme versions of religion, religions, uh, oh, they're yeah. just more controlling. Well, I was in Montreal once in that, you know where that corner is where the like, three big clubs are, two big clubs and the strip club. Uh, I didn't go to a strip club in Montreal. It, nobody think. goes there. It was just one, but there was a well, show. Well, we believe upstairs. you. But anyway, so it's, it gets like seedy at night. So mm-hmm. about, about 11, if you get out, it's fine. 12, you're like, all right, start to get out of here because the fucking drug addicts move in. Whoa. Yeah. And I remember seeing an, like a Hasidic Jew in his driving his car, dropping off just a fat black hooker. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. It just looks so weird. Well, it's nice to see. I mean, it sucks that you have to hide it and be sneaky about it, but then also that's kind of hot. So pros and cons. That guy was probably married though. Yeah. 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 Well, a lot of sex workers that we talk to are like, yeah, a lot of my clients are Hasidic Jewish men. Hasidic Jewish. I gotta gotta free myself. Because they're so, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, man, everyone should just be themselves. 
just do what you want to do. What's like the, yeah. I feel like you're a freak in bed. Am I correct? Sort of. Yeah. But is that because you're orthodox and you felt trapped for so long? Yeah. I Get don't that think orthodox so. Dick. No, first I was just normal. I was just normal for a while. And then some woman in San Diego was like, slap me. And I was like, no, that's no. That was the first time you've ever even had that proposed to you? Yeah, no way. I was like, uh-uh, that's crazy. While you were naked, she said slap you? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think. She's like, come on, I want you to. I was like, ah. And then you just weird. decked her and she passed out. No, for, no, I'm sorry. First she said choke me. And I was like, that seems weird. And then I would like, and then I choked her a little bit. She's like, what are you, just resting your hand you did, on my throat? Yeah, that was a, just like that, that was like holding a cup. She's like, do something pussy. And I was like, what? All right. So, I sque- and so as soon as I squeezed it, it was like a light bulb went off. And I was like, oh. Well, I'm into this. <laughs> and that was yeah, your by the introduction end, I was to like BDSM. slapping her and backhanding her. She was wow. like, harder. oh my gosh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I was like, you got to be careful. You have kind of big hands. You look like you could actually hurt somebody. <laughs> I would be like, ah, just fake it. Yeah. I've been, I've, there have been many moments in my sexual career where a slap went awry. Really? Yeah. And I what, was like, got you in the ear or something? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> and it just totally fucks up the mood for the rest of the night. Enough. What the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Aw. It fucking hurt. Do you have a high threshold for pain? No, I'm not really into it the other so way. So you like giving but not receiving uh, pain? Yeah, somebody was like, mm. can I choke you? I'm like, I guess try it. And then she did and it was like, yeah, yeah like a lot of guys are bitches about it. I gotta say, yeah, because you, you like giving pain, right? I like receiving more. You like slapping dudes and, and choking them? Yeah, no, I, I like either. I'm fine with pain, but like, uh, yeah, people uh, don't are not very receptive to it. But I like when I find a boyfriend who is, then it's like great. Do you like ramming a dildo into a dude's butt? No, I don't like I sex toys like any of them. Yeah, that's I'm why like, she gave them all to you. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do so much with your finger. It's great. Yeah, that's what I always did. And then occasionally now, I don't know, liberation or something. I don't know. Maybe it's because Trump women are more outgoing. But um. <laughs> yes, that is why. No, I, I think I'm weird for not liking it. I'm just like the Ariel uh, of of sex, you know, just using my fingers and, and putting yeah. forks. Yes. Forks. When I discover a fork, I'm like, oh, what? Isn't this neat? Okay. Forks and fingers. Too, you, get, you, get t- you get touch. You get like actual like. Yeah. But like vibrations, super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, see, it makes me nauseous. That's why I gave gave them. (laughs) (laughs) You got seasickness? Yeah, for real. Exactly. (laughs) Have you ever gotten like intimidated by a sex toy? Or had a sex toy be used or a girl like grab it and you're like, oh, really? In the beginning, it's like, uh, not the beginning. The first couple of times, I haven't had it much. Whereas woman's like, hey, let's use, you're at my place. Like, I'm going to show you what I use. Yeah. And then Hmm. it's like, oh, uh, okay. But then it's like, yeah, a little intimidating because like I don't know how to use these exactly. Right. I mean, I don't I know how to know, use what Corinne just gave you. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Is that a vibrator? Was it a rabbit thing? Yeah, it was a rabbit. Oh, okay. I thought that one was pretty classic. I just, it's just, it I just don't like sticking stuff inside myself. That little claw though at the bottom, I don't get. Is that for the, the butt? For the clip. It rests on your clip. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> for your butt. I Jesus, thought, how did I know I more than you? Was, yeah, I, I thought know. you turned it the other way. No, you put the big part oh. inside your, inside the vaginal like, opening and then you rest the other one in your clit. I know how to use it. I just don't like it. You thought the other went around Yeah, the back I thought that went in your butt. butthole. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want a fork in my butthole. They yeah. must have that dildo, the two of the pink one of the stink. <laughs> yeah, well, and like it just clips. looks like a hand. Yeah. <laughs> the butt ones are usually more like shaped like a horseshoe. 
A horseshoe. Yeah, because I did have a butt one too, oh. but I was like, butt stuff I kind of like, so I kept that one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Is the, is the butt end <laughs> as big as the vagina end? Uh, no, it was not exactly the same, but they weren't like crazy different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like wow. how you guys have made a career out of just being open sexually. But just like, <laughs> I don't know, shit. Yeah. shit. I really thought that part went in your butthole. Yeah, yeah. no, that's the best part. We, so we're open about it, but a lot of misinformation <laughs> <laughs> being spread across. Just don't know anything. I oh, can't get AIDS from blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's the best part about it. That's why it's so safe. Mm. Yeah. What's like, what else, what else is on your resume of like freakdom? Um, I, I had a couple threesomes in the last year. Hell yeah. Uh, your friend hooked up one. Yeah, my yeah. girl. Yeah. And so were these the first threesomes you've ever had? Yeah. You're oh, welcome. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Yes. That's right. Thank wow, you. Oh, you are yeah. full of surprises. I'm just not, I mean, yeah, I don't know. What'd you expect? I just figured something. I don't know. I don't know. Orgies. Have you ever been an orgy? No. I Based on the yes, suits you wear, something more spectacular, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you would throw a Willy Wonka orgy or something, but like it wouldn't be like, it would just be hot. I definitely like, thought you had sex with a little person. <laughs> oh, why did you say you did? No, this yeah. is just preconceived just like, notions oh, we have like, about him. It's New York. I thought you so were more freakier than, here. than Jim Norton. <laughs> How could I be freaker than Jim Norton? I don't know. I just kind of had this like idea in my head that like, I think oh, I, he's done everything probably. I think if you um, if you're like a, looking for a normal range person, I'm at the high end of that. Okay, that's fun. Okay, yeah. so upper middle class of sex. Upper middle class. I'm the, I'm the everybody loves Ray of <laughs> of, <laughs> of sex. Okay, where it's like nothing. You're gonna be like, wow, that was my favorite show. Be like, no, if it's on, I'll watch it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good. Okay, okay that's a fair review. Uh, so how did the threesomes go? How the first one go? It went great. Nervous? So she was like already had done it with the woman. Mm-hmm. And then we met at a bar at the stand, actually. And then we talked for a little bit. <laughs> it's a good place. And then she's like, all right, let's walk home. We kept talking. My walk, my walk's only like 50, 20 minutes away uh-huh. from there. So then it was like, okay. And then she's like, hey, wait out here. I'm going to keep going with the, with the girl, the woman, excuse me. Um, I try, <laughs> oh, you added I try, yourself. Trying, you guys. <laughs> um, so she went in there for a while. I just stayed out in the like living room. And then after a while. Oh, you were in the apartment. I was yeah. like, were you out on the sidewalk? What yeah, the they fuck? were hooking up a little bit to get the other one comfortable. And then she was like, all right, come in. And I was like, whoa, right, like in. an air traffic controller. Yeah. Huh. Damn. It was crazy. That's hmm. great. Yeah. And then I aired towards the side of the, wo- the woman I already hooked up with a bunch. Right. And then they were more familiar. Yeah. Reading. But then, wow, that's not the normal shifted. thing that people do though. Oh really? Wait, yeah, wait, I'm wait. so I'm so that's so that's what, so you interesting. Go right for the new girl? Yes, yeah. most people like new pussy, and like that's like a big mistake. And usually the original girl gets really pissed about it, right? Uh, because yeah, people just go towards the new always. Yeah. Well, this one had already hooked up with a girl. They had mm-hmm. hooked up a few times. Yeah. yeah. So oh, cool. she was gonna feel left out. Right. But eventually, she was like, "Can you please fuck my friend?" I'm like, "All right, all fuck right. my friend, Ari. Yeah, God, right, fine. So so yeah, I mean, you have to be in the middle there, but like yeah. And how long did it last? Lasted a long time. Wow. Do you last long? Usually, nice. Yeah. I, How long's long for you? I mean, every guy's their own definition. I'm. I learning. had a podcast we did with Burke Kreischer. I love him. And uh, he was him. talking about something. It was a live podcast a year or two ago, and he was like, "Do you make sure the girl comes before you have sex?" And I was like, "What? I don't know." He's like, "I always make sure she comes first. And I was like, "I don't know." He goes, oh, "You don't?" I'm like, I don't, "Dude." We're all going to come a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, comes like, before you have sex? He makes sure he goes down on her, make sure she comes. So then he can. Oh, I hate that. Like I actually 19 seconds and then finish. Oh, I'm like, no. it's just going to happen a bunch. Yeah. I'm not really worried Throughout. about it. Yeah. You're going to come multiple times in one sexual encounter. No, she is. And then I'll come oh. and then we'll stop for a while or I'll do other stuff. And then mm-hmm. we'll, I'll do it again. You get know. back in the game quick. 
Sometimes. What's your rebound time? Depends. <laughs> it really depends. <laughs> There's really, so really many depends. variables with that. Yeah. Or what are some things that sometimes like? Sometimes 15 oh, yeah. minutes, sometimes an hour, sometimes it's just like it ain't gonna What happen, affects your dick? What is there stuff that makes your dick like not work? I stop. Yeah, yeah. And nervous. Shit. Oh, just nerves. Nerves. For, that's the number one thing. I was gonna be like cocaine. If it's like okay, wait, wait. But it's mm-hmm. like oh, that's the number one. Do you get nervous when you're in sexual situations? A lot? Sometimes new girls. Yeah. Someone I know and I'm like looking forward to it for too long. And then it's like mm. if you stop and then so get a condom sweet. and then like now you're thinking about it. Right. Like, and then sometimes you're like, let's just wait 15 minutes. Let's just calm down. Yeah. It's like stop. Mm-hmm. Don't put pressure on it. Yeah. Cause guys, guys, dicks can, cannot work for so many reasons. And a lot of times women are like, am I not hot enough? Oh, but like it truly worst. isn't not, it's not that. No, actually, that's not the worst. What's, the, What's worst? the worst? The worst is what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, oh my God. People <laughs> yeah. I got see, that once or twice. It's I like, agree. Uh, it's, I mean, we're done. That's now. horrible. No That's yeah, so horrible. mean. How you can't yell at a dick. Can't pressure it into going. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Because imagine, I mean, just, just always think about everything in reverse. Like imagine if a guy said to like a what girl. What's wrong with your pussy? Yeah. Why the fuck aren't you yeah, wet? I mean, oh my gosh. that would be I a would cry and leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's rude. That's crazy. But it's honestly, if a guy's dick isn't working, wait five. Just like, just say, hey, it's okay. Let's let's sit down for a minute. Let's just calm down. Yeah. You hold each other for five minutes. You then, hold then, each other. Yeah, whatever. Oh my god, I'm learning so many new things about like make start, out or whatever. Start, yeah, make out. Then yeah, start blowing. Sure. Take the pressure off. Yeah. Then start blowing them, and then we're good. Yeah. It starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. I guess <laughs> literally, it's not that hard yet. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you guys into? Crazy stuff. I like three ways. You like three ways. I, but I like seeing my boyfriend with another person. You do? Yeah. So girls or guys and girls? girls? Girls. He doesn't like guys. Yeah, I have that problem Queen. too where it's like, I don't know. I asked somebody, this one that I'm going to later today. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you have an appointment? Yeah, she was like, get a get a vibrator. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, but, um, I mean, that was an expensive errand to tell her. Lucky you have a friend like me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because those <laughs> are like, that was those expensive. are really expensive. She, oh, wow. Well, that's great. <laughs> She's going to think a lot of you. I know. Yeah. She must think you're very rich. You probably are. Thinks. You got money. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm I sure. I'm sure. Jewish. More than I need. I have low taste, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, really that much. <laughs> yeah, I could tell by you, you by saying you were going to bags. CVS. I, I honestly looked. I was like, looked at this neighborhood. I was like, I got to get one. So I was like, I'm looking for like a pleasure chest or something like around. Here, right. You would think Murray door. Hill would have it, would have one because it's a lot of young people. Yeah, a lot all, of basic bitches. But that's why, because there's no fucking there's there would not be a sex store here. Yeah. I would be shocked if one opened, but I would also be very excited. Yeah, they but almost one. every woman I know has a vibrator. So has how one. are they getting them online? Yeah, maybe online because I did look online and it said it would ship. To, it would come tomorrow. I was like, that's not soon enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, Americans were so spoiled. (laughs) I can't get my vibrator until tomorrow. Fuck this shit. Yeah, I mean, CVS, they were probably like winking to tell you to get a back massager that you could use. Maybe. I think that's not No, no, it says it. It says it. It full out says it. CVS and Walgreens. They're like women's erotic. Oh, they no, they do. You're right, actually. I've noticed that aisle at CVS because they've also started selling very nice shampoo and conditioner. Really? um, For curly hair. And they have. They do have Are they locked up? Is that what you use? No, I graduated from that. (laughs) Um, I love it. It's a 10, but uh, that's the brand. But uh, yeah, they have some sex toys in the aisle with the condoms. But are are they locked up? No. Huh. Yet the razors yeah, are weird, like fuck are you. I, razors are locked. I have up. to get permission to shave my legs from the store clerk so I could buy a fucking razor. Well, but then I can just 
That must Shut be something this. with violence. And then the condoms yeah. are locked up because people get embarrassed, so they steal them. That's uh, why the condoms are locked up. I, that's what I would have done early on. 100%. I, every kid would steal them. them. It would have been not because really? of the money. Cause the, cause yeah, because it's embarrassing. It's not because they're a high-priced like the item. Yeah, I no. walked by the condom aisle. The first time I bought a condom, it was like this. It was just like, There's an act out happening right yeah. now, Okay, guys. he's walking. So like he's very shy. Where the candle is. Okay. I was just going like this. I was just like... <laughs> oh, and then I look, and I do a bunch of other errands, and then I look this way a little bit. I'm it's like, like oh, I'm looking for something right here. Okay, you yeah, have scotch me, tape yeah. on your butt, by the way. That's great. <laughs> and then, uh, and this then. is the moat. Wait, this is so. This makes it so much more obvious what you're doing. <laughs> just standing in the aisle, walking back and yeah, forth for a way. long time. And then, I just, and then I just like look and walk. <laughs> and, then like, no, nothing. and then when I did buy one, uh, I bought I think a 12 pack. one in Israel for for six. Oh, months, gotta get those yeah, condoms. I was gonna lose my virginity. Uh, I didn't, but I was going to. Oh, you went to Israel to lose your virginity? Yeah. Did you think no. they didn't have condoms in Israel? I didn't know. They might not have. I had no idea. I didn't know where to go. Because they wanted Jewish people to procreate with other Jewish people. They yeah. really might not have. Uh, but there's other people have. besides the Jews in Israel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. But, um, yeah, when I bought them, I bought like 15 other things to cover up what I was doing. I bought oh. some pens, uh, GQ magazine, like... Uh, one of those toilet plungers I didn't even need. Oh, no. Just like anything. that's a good one because that'll really throw people off because they'll be too busy they'll, looking at the yeah, plunger. Just doing errands, whatever. Just a bunch of stuff. I don't know. Just bring it all up, please. And then we're like, yeah, the condoms too, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah. With self checkout though. I would, oh. I would, that would make it so much easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. If there were self checkout, yeah, that would. Yeah. Oh, your sex toys are falling Vibrates all over are just the falling place. all over you. Vibrating into me. This is like what people think the guys we fuck. I used to be is. like turned. I used to buy. <laughs> See a vibrator. <laughs> we, we just come in and we just, just it's just true. Vibrators at it's you. It's raining, man. <laughs> it's true. It is a sea. Our our apartments are seas of vibrators and sex toys and condoms. We just don't really use them. Yeah. We just give them to friends. <laughs> so what do you get for free? Like, what do people think of you? You so you said drugs. Drugs. Yeah. Same. Anything else? Um, what kind of drugs? Usually like psychedelic drugs. Oh no. Nice. Or weed. Mostly weed. Yeah. Mostly weed. Because that's easier to obtain. I mentioned once on a podcast I said I got a heavy handshake. I just used the term heavy handshake. Mm -hmm. And then from then on it started flooding in. Wow. Wait. Well, oh. I was like, that it was cool. I was in so and so and I got like a he this heavy handshake. Yeah, it's kinda like an Italian thing, like, hey, yeah. just, you know, whatever. People pay you sometimes on stage. And like then that. all these people gave you drugs after you said that? Oh yeah. I like have a heavy handshake as well. <laughs> it was great. You should all give this to these women. Cool. They, they'll do things like, you left this pack of cigarettes in the bathroom, I think. Yes. And you're like, mm, I don't see you. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> and it's just two joints in there. <laughs> That's oh so God. nice. Oh, especially when you go on the road, when you like can't well, really bring it with you. Yeah. Well, people do give us, give me weed uh, on the road and it's so sweet. It's just yeah. so nice. But one time I ate a cookie and... It didn't go well. Oh, really? Yeah, I freaked out. It's too much. We almost... You freaked out? Yeah, at the airport when Corinne went... We were at the terminal and Corinne <laughs> went to go get a Starbucks. She came, I was fine. She came back. Not fine. No, I was getting coffee first and she texted me and she goes, I got to confess something. <laughs> She's like, I ate... I had an edible before we got to the airport. I was like... Why would you do that? Because I had to no, throw it out. the right time. I had to throw not it out. Not if you are f petrified of oh. flying. How long? Is, oh, you're scared of flying. That's <laughs> no, definitely not the right time. I was crying and also, so you've hard. you've never done an edible. And I literally was in my chair like this. And I was like, Corinne, I'm going to die. 
Oh. I'm gonna die, right? Like I, I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know if to say if she's handy capable. Like I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to tell because the stewardess kept coming over. Oh, she I, did. I don't even yes, remember that. Ask if you're okay. Yeah, and I'm like, and you know, I guess because it's 2017, they're not as like nice with people who are quote scared of flying. Because I just kept saying she really scared of flying, and like that doesn't fly anymore. No, again, no pun intended. Uh-huh. Puns like, for days. It's not really just not trying to make those. But well, she coming. wasn't originally sitting next to me, and so I was like. Corinne, whoever sits next to me, I'm going to ask if they can switch. And that was an easy switch, obviously. Oh, the woman didn't even sit down. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Was it a homemade cookie? Do you have any idea? How yeah, I'm, yeah. I think, no, 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 no. It was, that was a pack. We were, in, we were coming from uh, San oh. Francisco. It was a pack. Oh, yeah. It was sealed. How many yeah. milligrams was it? I don't know. Uh, I didn't know you had to check that. I didn't know you had to check that. Yeah, I had one too, and it wasn't great. Like I, the night before, I had had the same one, and I went to bed. Uh, and I just had a talk with myself. I was like, well, you're going to die tonight. So I took a shower and I went to bed and I was like, it's been fun. Like I was a hundred percent convinced really? that I was in my you brother. Were dead. You were How like, common okay. not that I was you. not dead yet, but that I was going you were to not die. Gonna wake up. Uh, yeah. I was like, this is not, this is not okay. But you were calm about it. But you didn't it. even text me. Yeah. Well, because you would have freaked out and made it worse. If no, you're going to die, like, you're going to die. You're not a doctor. It's your last day. You just want to be uh, peaceful. Says you. <laughs> <laughs> no CPR. Um, I don't think CPR works for that. You have to, I mean, I guess you'd have to make me vomit. I'm not sure how to, how, well, have you ever had a bad experience with a drugs? I had a, a woman I used to hook up with and then, um, at date. And then, um, she was like, she, <laughs> she was got, like, she was like, no, but she was like, let me try an edible. I was like, okay. And I gave her, it was just when this banana bread was going around Los Angeles that was killing banana people. Bread. Wait, literally killing people? No, I mean, oh. just like, really great. knocking them out. It was great. Oh. Yeah. And I gave her, I mean, honestly, maybe a quarter size of it. And the banana bread slice was, you know. Yeah, like a regular. A regular. Because I know you're supposed to eat less than the, the yeah. whole thing. I would eat the whole thing. Whoa. Or at least half. I would but you're experienced and you're yeah, exactly. a big guy. Yeah. A quarter, maybe less than a quarter size. Not okay. a quarter of it. A, right. A quarter. Right, right, right. Um, And she got so overdosed on it. She started barfing. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. We were going to have sex that night. And it was like, that's not going to happen. I can't was she like, still trying to have sex with you? I still was. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, are you okay? Do you need some water? Can you I re- you fuck you while you bent over the toilet? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually like, all right, this is going to happen. Have you ever had a woman throw up on your dick? I, I had a woman. No. Really? But I, I had feel a like woman. that doesn't happen enough. <laughs> yeah. It just makes sense that that's. It would, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's. It's a bulimics used to stick something down there to a dick. My boyfriend said it happened to him two times. And I was like, just don't ever tell me that again. I was like, stop bragging. (laughs) (laughs) I had a woman throw up from hard fucking. Really though? Is that why she threw up? She said she hadn't done it in a while. And she was was, in a car? Yeah, we were in a car. You were in a car. I mean, anything can make you throw up. And then she sort of pulled up and I like gave it to her harder, you know? And then she's like, "Mm." and then she had to like try to open the door and it all fucking came out of my rental car. (laughs) Can you imagine that? She was like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> you didn't get it in the interior. Yeah, it's not my car. Oh, were you really okay with it? Yeah, I thought it was weird, but like. But then you're like, kind of like brush your shoulder dick to bomb. Yeah, yeah. I felt a little like that. It's okay. <laughs> if it was like a regular thing, it would have been like, oh, it's annoying. Dudes are so how do you weird. Fu- how do you fuck in a car? You're tall. It was an SUV. Oh, and, there you uh, go. Yeah, doggy style. Like it was Doggy style? So you're in need- the back seat. In the back seat. Hmm. Oh, are you on the, are your knees on the floor of the car? It's like one leg is down okay. straight up. The other leg is, is back. And then oh. like she's kind of hunched over facing the, the, the I don't know. The or, or you lay down the back. I don't know. Yeah. The car, it's not great in the car. Yeah. I only did it because that was my only option when I was in back high school. Seat, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it was a van. It was a minivan. Oh. Take those back. Take those seats out. Leave them in my mom and dad's garage. Yeah. Like a van Fuck or something. Fest. You have a whole hotel room in the back yeah. of yeah. the car. 
And you play Coldplay and cry and look in each other's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I used to have sex in like the parking garage of malls. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Because my boyfriend had a van. So you just go in there and be like, <laughs> it just, the only problem was it got hot. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't leave it like running because mall security, you know, post 9 11, you got to be really sensitive about these things. <laughs> but it was fun. You just got to get it over quick so you don't uh, pass out from the heat. Yeah. Because oh, it was the summer. So. I had sex. I think I had sex in a Macy's elevator once. In the Macy's in elevator? Mall. Yeah, in a mall. Just in there, like, go, go, go. Yeah, really quick. But it was like in the back section where no one was at. And it was like furniture section. It was in Pennsylvania. Were you riding up and down or was it just yeah, like Yeah, yeah. We were closing it and then we had pressed the, emer- the um, stop button. But then some guy was like, is everything okay? And we're like, yeah, we're fine. So we had to keep going. <laughs> but we, yeah. And because no one was really using that elevator because there wasn't a lot of people there. I could see in an elevator while it's moving, you're safe. But while it's not moving, at any moment, somebody That's can... why it was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's the riskiest place you've ever boned? Riskiest. I did it at Hustler Hollywood. We did it in the parking lot, bent over the hood. Wait, just hus- outside? Oh, the outside, strip club. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a strip club. It's like a sex store. Oh. Like pleasure chest. Oh, we thought wow. you meant like Larry Flint's oh, Hustler. Yeah, no. yeah. I just had a Hustler store on Sunset. Uh, <laughs> I think it's still there. Wait, outside? outside. A little, a little yeah. less cool. Was it in the back of the building? It was in the back, but just in a public parking lot. Sick. And it was just like, yeah. And then we did it in a trunk once. In a? In a Jetta. Roomy trunk. Jetta? Yeah, with a, with a uh, glow-in-the-dark like latch that would open it up in case you got locked in there. Was the trunk closed? Yeah, closed. In a parking lot. You both fit in a Jetta trunk? It's a huge. Part. I cannot I'm you, envision that at all. If you're looking to all, get a Jetta, if you have stuff to transport. You can really fit a lot, like multiple full-size duffels. With spoon, so with any serial killers listening, yeah. get oh, a Jetta. It's big enough oh for a carpet. God. I would be so scared the whole time that I would be locked in forever, though. Like that something would malfunction because, you know, getting locked in a trunk is no joke. We tested it. It's got a glow-in-the-dark release latch. And then so can't you, you also kick in the seat sure in the back, in the back of a car? I'm pretty sure you can always kick in the back seat. Possibly. If you're if you're stuck. Whose idea was it to fuck in the trunk? Her. She was nuts. <laughs> she was nuts. That's my ex ex-wife, actually. What? Uh, you were married? Quickly married, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kay Federline. Like, I want a kind of girl who can fuck me in a trunk. Yeah, she was nuts. She was great. Wow. Why didn't it work out? Because of that. No, we it did work out. It was great. I mean, it seems like it didn't work out. Because you weren't, you're not married anymore, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. But what? That's the only way you can have a relationship work out? No, I no. mean, no, it's to definitely die, not. To die together? Old. No, but you no, could have just sounds... dated then. Why the marriage? Why did you just decide to get married? She was like, want to get married? I was like, okay. Whoa, you're I mean, chill it was, like, it was like a week into dating. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Dharma and Greg. We, we had hooked up before, like three years before. She was in an acting class for like three months just to try it. And uh, we hooked up a few times, but then she went away for a few years and then Wow. And then we, yeah, she was like, well, I'm hooking up with somebody. I was like, yeah, I don't care. She's like, yeah, you want to get married? I was like, okay. Whoa. We were open relationship. Nice. Yeah, it was Wait, great. oh, why did you separate then? It seemed That seems like the, a good yeah, deal. Yeah, it was great. We just sort of became friends. Oh, yeah. And you know? just stopped wanting to fuck each other? No, we still did that, but it was like... It just I didn't feel... Yeah, it wasn't it just like especially. fuck buddies. It felt more like yeah, fuck buddies. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. It just like faded into that. How so long were you married for? Four years. Longest relationship by far. Two, oh my over God, two to one over my la- next you. relationship. How what 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 age were you? Um, probably thirty, maybe thirty to oh, thirty-four, okay. something like that. Ago. Okay, shit. Do you still talk to her? We did for a while, and then she started getting real Christian. What Trunko yeah. got Christian? Yeah, and why? Then, yeah, and then she started trying to get me to go to sermons and stuff, and it became annoying to talk to her. Well, you're like very Jewish. 
Yeah, exactly. And not <laughs> religious rude. at all. Yeah. So like if I'm going to be religious. It, that's it not the be one. Christian. Not because of that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also not going to be religious. So like, Right. Sure. Yeah, it Ugh. got weird. That is an odd turn that she took. Did something mm-hmm. happen in her life I to make her go, you know what? Jesus. Her, yeah, I was her third marriage. I think she got married once after me. She liked the idea of getting married. She loved it. Yeah, it seems. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. she could have should have kept going. That was her thing. Yeah. I think she just thought her life was empty after a while. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So you fill that hole with Jesus. Fill that hole and with Jesus. <laughs> it's just weird. Never works out well. Just never works out uh, well. Yeah. Wow. Know. You were married for four years. It was great. What I other shit did you guys together, do? Live with somebody. Oh, you've never lived with a girlfriend or mm-hmm. anybody other than Ever that? since and before she got Whoa. a Christmas tree. We had a great, oh, yeah, it was did. great. She cleaned, because I, I don't clean my place. I mean, this place is, looks great. I clean. You can tell this a woman lives here. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know how or you just don't like I'm to? just not interested in it. Yeah, it's it same as Steven. It doesn't drive me. I, it, I, I, I love it. And then when she does clean, when she did clean, excuse me, it was like, she was like, don't you like this? I'm like, yeah, this is way better than it was. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she goes, so will you do it? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's the same I feel like if someone could clean my apartment, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh, really? Sure. You're the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's not my, my, it's hygienically clean, but it's like, I just have a lot of stuff and I'm yeah, not clutter. Why am I going to organize it so I can mess it up again? No, thank this you. Yeah. You got a couple tchotchkes on the, on the, yeah. On the, oh, this is thank great. Thank you. No, yeah. I, I, I love cleaning and I love organizing and I love, so, I like so my cool. space to just be like, make, to make me happy. Do you make your bed? Hell no. Yeah, why no. would I do that? What a I waste of that. time. Oh, okay. God. What am I, a loon? I do it when someone's coming over. Yeah, of course. I used to when I was a kid, like my mother would make me. She but force you. Yeah, but I, but that was like, I mean, that's the, those because when I was a kid, people who I weren't going to fuck were coming over, right, you right, know, right. like now, so usually if someone comes over, you know. Have you ever banged a girl who got a Brazilian wax? Which one's Brazilian? The butthole, everything. The full. It all. Full Monty. Uh, I haven't been with many women who I would say, oh, you need to wax your butthole. Well, that's Only a nice couple. of you. Yeah. But maybe, Wait. They, maybe they do. Oh, though. some have had really hairy buttholes. Yeah. Because I don't really have a hairy butthole, but I'm like, well, people must. Long hair. Like right on the, the hole. Right on the hole. On the hole. Yeah. Stuff coming. You know how you ever have nipple hair? Yes. Yeah. You know, but it comes up right on the, the yeah, line. Yeah. 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 So it's like that with the butthole. Really? Yeah. And then they, sometimes they just grow. Like long? long. Yeah, how long? Like, what butthole hair yeah. can get that Inch long? Yeah, usually it twists though, because there's like there you, very few times is it like super. It's super like a mane. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, or it just kind of like curls around. I mean, it's all being compacted down. It's and so like you're like in you're in the back, just like looking at this, like <laughs> charting, like, maybe like putting a little pencil mark. Yeah, you just notice pen? it, and you're like, oh, look at that. It's never gonna be like I lost my boner because of that fucking gross. It's never that. <laughs> yeah, but full like vaginal. That's not Brazilian. That's just a that, wax. A Brazilian is everything wax. So your and vagina, they just go your around clit, your, your butt. Yeah. So yeah, I guess exactly. so. I guess I've been with that. What do I was I was thinking about this? I did the show called Stand Up on the Spot the other day, and this girl before me was talking about Brazilians, and I got on stage and I was like, "What do guys do to make us want to fuck them? Like in you terms trim of, your balls, yeah? And they all said, "I keep it low, like yeah. the pubes. Low. That's it. No, I do almost no trimming. No trimming. Are I, you hairy? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was like, you, you're, yeah. I mean, I probably should. Is it because you want to give the woman a challenge? No, I just never really, I just never really thought <laughs> about it. You honestly should. It, a few times. it makes your dick look bigger anyway. It's, so it's like we both win. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever complained? No. <laughs> is your dick down, down to your knees? What I'm the fuck? eight feet tall. That's My not, dick is fine. It's just never been an issue. Everybody. <laughs> never a, been. Well, I mean, do you, you have a huge dick? Bigger. What? Do you have a huge dick? It's like fat. That's what I, that's the, I'm only going off the reports. Chode? It's also go the reports I get. Okay. But like when, you when, know, when, when anal comes up, they're like, not with you. 
Oh, people oh. say, oh, Ari's got a fat Shafir got that fat piece. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely something I derived like personal like uh, worth from or anything. It was just like, <laughs> I used to think it was tiny. And then I mentioned it to a girl once. She was like, tiny? what? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Did she was see? talking about some guy fucking her. She was like, it was like his stump. That's as much as it was. And I was like, am I like that? She goes, what? Well, you know, you're not like that though. You're no, I just thought, I thought she was exaggerating. I thought, oh. I, just, I have nothing to compare it to. I, I don't You've seen porn? Does. Yeah. I'm not as big as that. These fucking monster hogs I mean, the where they need a wheelbarrow to come in. <laughs> I mean, that's not the kind of porn I like watching where they get split in two. No, yeah. no, thank you. But like, you know, steel. normal porn where it's like, you know, a dick that's big, but it's not like, Ugh, you yeah. want to run away. Yeah, I'm right there with that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But you've never seen another guy's dick? Like, I don't know, look, I see, I've seen Louis Gomez. Sorry, bring up sorry, but like that's like tricolored. I don't, don't worry, well, tricolored. Yes, I'm yeah. roasting him later. I need to learn these really? uh, tips. Yeah, I like nice. how you guys don't like each other, but also <laughs> I, are willing to fun. interact. No, that's comedically. more. That's, that's more me. me, and I don't. And I don't. I mean, we do shows together. I'm a fucking not a child, but we yeah. don't talk. I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey, best friend. And then he laughs. I love when people get so mad at uh, the comics. They're like, I'm not showing up if they're showing up. It's like, you guys, it's going to be a long road for you. That's, yeah. why, that's why I force I force the interaction immediately because I hate yeah. awkward moments. So I'm, and I just give people hugs that oh, yeah. I don't like. I'm that's like, so great. hey, Lewis. I give them a big hug. Like, if I, yeah, if I didn't do shows that were pe uh, people I didn't like were performing, I would never perform. Right. Ever. <laughs> You'd never see me. Have you ever fucked a comic? Yeah, I have a few. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I, I think it's... Are female comics, because like we, Corinne and I always say like male comics can be Have you guys, you have, you have, you both. No. I have, I mean, almost exclusively. So, comics. Yes. Yeah. I wish. I missed out on that. Yeah. Well, here's the, the negative. They say like, it's going to get in the way or whatever, but here's the reality. It's your coworkers. You're yeah. around them all the time. Yeah, That's of in course. any job. People and fuck they, the coworkers. They get it on a level that no and one that, else does. They get it. So it's not even a question of like, I was talking to recently about like younger comics, like newer comics. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, isn't it annoying when they ask for advice? I'm like, yeah, if they do, sure. I'm not going to give them advice or, or help. But <laughs> because it's like, it's You're your own path. You're a real sweetheart. It's your own path. I'll just hold you back. Yeah. I'll give well, you help. I'll just hold you back. Yeah. You just got to fucking do it. Just not do it. help, but you can give advice without helping people like yeah. a hot tip. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, oh yeah. Let them, let the heckler dig a hole for themselves before you fucking go off. on. Yeah. Like a nice like little courtesy Damn, that's tip. That's a good tip. I'm yeah. going to write that down. But like uh, somebody gave me that advice once, but like things like that, but it's not like, how do can you get me an agent or can you get me in this room? It's like, oh, you gotta oh. do this on your own. Yeah. Um, but like you can talk about like, oh, it was a good, it was a, big showcase for me and I didn't do well. Okay, I understand what that means. Yes. They understand what that means. If Give I say space, it, it doesn't whatever. matter what level it's at. It's just like, I wanted that to go well and it didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, it fucking sucks. Or a family member was there and it went bad or it went well or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, you can relate on a level that you yeah. can't relate. Yeah. That's why it seems nice. Like it seems like a good, but uh, that's my question is, are, I'll be done at 11.30. Okay, I'll be done at 11.45. Great. Right, and that's yeah. the thing, like meeting up at midnight with anyone else who wasn't a comic would seem sketchy, but yeah. if you're both comics, you're like, oh no, that's completely normal and it's not like that you think less of me or I yeah. think less of you. Are, yeah, are exactly. female comics, is there like a, uh, are female comics, uh, how are they to date? Like, would you say? They're they're needy. I, okay, this is, yeah, with, with, with this, I'm not going to say what male comics are because I've never dated once and never had to deal with them on that level. Right, no, but I like hearing I it from a male comics perspective. But from looking at a woman, yeah. they're needy, insecure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I guess so. It's like, it's not a one-to-one -one with actresses, but it's a bit of an overlap. Oh, yeah. Um, so some of them want to be centers of attention, but not all. 
Yeah, it's like there's multiple breeds insecure. of female insecure comics. Is mostly, well, insecure is most comics always, most always comics. which yeah. is but it, that's the that's the that's the one problem I come across with dating comics because that's like the one comic quality that I I'm I'm pretty it's much a, very much a comedian, but I'm not insecure. And then no. every time I find someone who I think is not insecure, they're always just actually so insecure that they've created this persona for themselves. That's not real. And then you got to date them for a long time to find out they're just some insecure Chisel, chisel, chisel and gone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you just say something like, oh, I love Bill Barr. I saw his set. It was so fun. And they go, well, well, I said it's good too. And you're like, Jesus Christ, man. That's a red flag. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Your set is good too. Can we just fucking talk? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, obviously, like, if you think that that Bill Burr conversation is about you, that's crazy. But like, even if I say like someone who's like on my level is funny, people will be like, well, I'm not funny. I'm like, two people can be funny. We're in fucking New York City. It's the best. If you really want to hurt a comic, anyone listening, if you want to hurt a comic, but but not have any sort of guilt on yourself, just go. (laughs) You're my second favorite comedian. Yeah. And watch him just, just swirl it, which is an amazing thing to be the second best comic I, in someone's mind. Yeah. But they're is... just like, well, who, who, why are they, oh. who's the, who's the best? Why? Why second? Why'd you say second? Yeah. You could have said first. Yeah. You could just lie to me first? and said first. Or just say you're, you're one of my favorite comedians. It's okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. qualify it, and they all hate it. <laughs> yeah, I missed out on date. But, but I don't know if I could date. Well, that makes sense because they get it on the love. But like banging fe- male comics, I feel like they're freaks in bed, it seems. A lot of them like, are. very good and weird. And I feel like female comics are probably good and weird and freaks in bed too. Because it's just you're so used to being authentically yourself yeah. on stage and stuff and kind of honing in on that that... When you bomb in front of a group of strangers with your own thoughts and opinions, it's yeah. like, eh, how can't get not, any lower not, than that? They're not prudes also. Right. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they'll blow you in the car before you leave. Yeah, it's fun. We're all That's, friends here. Isn't that Bonnie here. Bonnie yeah, exactly. uh, McFarland told us that story? Oh, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. He, what, what? She made Rich eat her out <laughs> uh, like their first date in a car. She and I was made like, him yes! in a car. That's yeah. an angle on that. What was yeah. that during last comic standing, I think, maybe? Upside down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, it's hard to get... Yeah, it's hard to oh, get eaten right. out in like vehicles and stuff. I think, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. it is. Unless Usually you got a van, to get fingered. Unless you got a van and you remove the seats. Also, blowjobs are hard unless you have a really nothing console in the middle. Otherwise, oh, if you yeah. have a high thing, then it's like I used no to way. give roadhead all the time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day. That's very dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. dangerous. Why did I do that? Because it's so exciting. It, it, I guess you're just driving and then ooh, we could die. Zip, zipping your pants like. I tried to do it with my boyfriend. Now we've been together for a long time. When we first dated, I tried to like, I put like put my hand over his dick and he's like, stop it. I'm like, you don't want roadhead? What the fuck? He's like, I could crash. I'm like, yeah, go yeah, point, safe, go point, go point. I'll tell you a secret about men right now. <laughs> a lot of times when we say stop it, it, we mean try harder. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he meant stop it. He seemed very annoyed. Yeah. Really? It means like, I don't want to do it. But like, if you keep pushing, it's like, I kind of do want to do it, but I, I feel like I shouldn't. And then sometimes we say, no. And then as soon as we say, we're like, why did I just say that? Oh, but really? We can't go back on it. So if you just keep trying, it's so like, no means yes. maybe what time? But see, yeah, that's no so confusing no with consent because I feel I, I agree with you. And a lot of times with girls, no, no does mean yes, but you can't say that now. You can't say. So it. what do no. we do? But it does mean that a lot of times. That's why. I, but you know, you know, look, you know the difference. You know the difference when you're familiar with somebody, you, and when you've been you should with them. know the difference. But I truly feel like some people, especially mine, don't know the difference between like a no and a no. Yeah. Well, if a person is pushing you off them, that's a yeah. Exactly. That's a no. That's a shit. Yeah, hard but it, no. you I don't want it to get there. Yeah, I've also had women when I've stopped and go, what the fuck? Why didn't you try harder? I was, and I was like, you're crazy. 
Your no was way too strong. Right. You're, oh, you're, so she gave you a firm no and yeah. then got pissed when you respected that. Yeah. And then I was oh, like, that's confusing. you're wrong here. I, I should have. Well, you were right to stop. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just play it safe. Yeah. Do and women then, try to berate you a lot? There's been a lot no. of like instances. <laughs> no, there's only like that, one of those. Get off like me, two, Ari. Oh, you fucking fuck pussy. Got off. <laughs> well, only I, I think it would be an interesting tactic for someone. Like I could see using that as a tactic just because you're um, kind of rude a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I could see like that coming, like the, the tr- people trying that with you. Yeah. It's the same yeah, as people fun. try to neg me a lot because they think that's going to work and then just fucking annoys me more. Oh, right. And I'm just like, I'm going to leave. Why am I here getting insulted? Am I, rude? I don't need to be here. Yeah. Um, you're you say your roommate? Am I rude? Oh, yeah. You're rude. You know you're rude. It's not a secret. You're being very nice right now, but I mean, you know, we've had a lot, there are a lot of rude interactions. Well, oh, you you guys? Yeah, have? yeah. So you and I? Yeah, I mean, you're kind of rude. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm sure I've been rude to lots of people. Oh. Sometimes I'm just curt. rude is good. I'm just it's right, right, right. Kurt, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I had this problem when I'm like I've become a boss sometimes here or there. <laughs> I mean, like a like a. Like a boss bitch? No, no, like an overseer of people's jobs. <laughs> like you, yeah, right. You, you, you were in charge. Of yeah, people. and then I just get to the point, and then it, it becomes a problem where it's like, hey, can you make, can you make sure that's done? And then I don't right. say like, thank. You. I just feel like we're all here to do our jobs. And oh, I do that done. a lot you too. Don't need, and then yeah. people are like, well, I just feel like you're not you don't appreciating need me. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, because mm-hmm. I would never want it. Right. So I'm just like, come on, like I'm it's, shooting something. Like, well, let's go. You're up, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, hey. How you feeling? Thank you so much for doing it. It's like, right. I don't need it. So I don't think other people <clears throat> Well, that's would all fluff and bullshit anyway. Even if you're appreciative, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just fucking do the thing. I yeah. think, yeah, I think you just have to establish at the front that, like, uh, you like and appreciate people being there and you're going to be, you'll be like, listen, we're going to, there's not going to be any, like, thank you so much as in handshakes and hugs on the set, but I appreciate you being here. Yeah. Let's get our jobs done and then I'll buy you, like, fucking donuts yeah. after or something. Like, guys, all of you, great job. <laughs> But like, but like, wait for three days to pass, and then I can do it, right? <laughs> but then sometimes, especially when I'm talking about stand up, I I just don't even think. I just think we're all. You asked me once about a story, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just told you, like, here's what I think is wrong with it. Here's what's good about it, and and then I had to like stop myself, like, oh hey, I, I hope this isn't coming off wrong. Yeah, no, that was pretty rude, but it was it was okay. I took it actually. I was not. I was like, eh, this is this is very direct, and I yeah, think, I was just like, let's talk about the art form. But I also think it was a little more like. I think the story was better than you said it was. Right, uh, yeah. But then I, but then, so I was like, okay with it. And I was actually not insulted. And I was like, I, I appreciated you getting me back, back to me in such detail. Um, but then I sent it to my manager actually. Cause I was just like not getting a response. And I was like, I know Ari, I'm just going to fucking message yeah, him yeah, directly. Because I was like, I feel like I've met him enough times that this is not like annoying yeah. because I actually know no, you. Once I know somebody, it's like, yeah, sure. And, uh, and then I showed it to my manager and like, my manager really does not get insulted on my behalf a lot. Uh, and he was like, you don't need to work with him. Whoa. <laughs> That's what he said. And like, only because he's never reacted in that way. I, w- I was like, okay. I'm just like, I kind of like took his lead on that. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Like but I like, have to. My boyfriend's like that. My boyfriend can be like an asshole with feedback, but he's like, well, do you want to know what I think or not? And I'm like, right. yeah, I do. So, okay. I could take it. Yeah. I mean, there's also a way to be like, a, sometimes I think the, if I'm going to fluff it up with someone, the person I am going to fluff it up with is the person I love. If that makes sense. Oh, right. 
Yeah, just because it's like you're like your significant other. I think sometimes, like especially as comics, like me and my boyfriend, we get like too direct, and I'm like, and I'm just like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, be, yeah, it's not good. You need some reassurance. Like, I still think you you have value, right? And it's also like the Dan Savage says, it's like you kind of want to fluff it up and like try to make your your relationship a fairy tale as much as possible. Like, you still want the person that you're dating to think that like that they're the best person in the world in your eyes. I think that's that's really important. That's why I for open relationships. It was like, you do whatever, but you got to understand they're going to feel left out. So you just have to say, I love you a little more often than you. Yeah. Would. Pay attention to yeah. that person and flirt with them. Yeah. But when people talk about what we do at comedy, I'm always just like, just give me the negatives. Unless there's some huge positive, they're like for sure. Don't lose this. I've never seen anything like this before. Right. This of course. And it's like, just hit me with the negative. Well, you can't learn. That's why. Yeah. I like, I like criticism from yeah. people that I, that, that I respect. And, and even if I don't respect them, like, it's just interesting to hear people's criticism because that's what you learn from. Yeah. And that's how you fucking figure it out and tw- tweak it. Have you always been in open relationships? No. When did that start? That, that, that wife. Oh, and yeah. she was the one who proposed it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I just got to have a relationship where it was like, she cheating on me. She definitely wasn't faithful. She started dating other people. I don't know. Another guy. But like, it wasn't like she slept with them, but like enough where it's like, what am I doing in this closed relationship? Passing right. up opportunities to meet new people and like. Meet new people. <laughs> I could make new friends right now. Well, early on, there was, was a really, yachting trip that yeah. I didn't get to go on. No, it was about like having people in your life that like add to your life. Yeah. Well, that's what life is about. I mean, I you're talking about sticking your dick in people. I mean, you can have more friends when you're. Yeah. <laughs> And that's fine too. You don't have to like tiptoe around that. It's fine to be like, I want to have sex with other people, yeah. more people. Well, it's no, natural. I, I, it's normal. I, I, I met this girl on a set and we started talking about, uh, uh, she was a wardrobe person. Mm-hmm. Wardrobe and hair and makeup people are the coolest people on sets. They Always, yeah. yes. They're the only ones to really talk to unless you're trying to network. Then they're the last ones to talk to. Right. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I never did. Fun. Yeah. So it's like, they have sense of style. They're just interesting. We started talking about Tarantino. She was a fan. So was I. It was fine. I was dating a comic at the time. And um, and she, she said that Tarantino's bringing some movie over from China and he's like showing it in Los Feliz. And I was like, oh, cool. She's like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go to that. It was cool. It's just friendly. Yeah, it's awesome. And then we kept talking and kept, and then it started getting flirtier mm. and flirtier. And then I realized like, oh, this thing was before was just like, I could be friends with a girl, a woman. Is all it was. Now it was like, this is turned into a date. The plans we made is just a friendship thing. Now it's become a date. And I had to tell her like, hey, I can't go with you. Oh this, yeah, because it's like we're we're flirting and I can't do that. Yeah, because you were not I mean. in an you mm-hmm. weren't in an That's open relationship. I mean. Yeah, but so like, I yeah, can invite well, a woman like that into my life. We could we could share something. It'd be about sex, sure. Yeah, like, no, Ari. When you're married, person. you can't go on dates. I yeah. think is what we just That's established. That's the worst part about marriage. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you have an date. open relationship, now I can. I can have something with somebody right. and like grow. That's ridiculous. Why? You hear what you're saying? That's so ridiculous. Why? Because yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like I don't understand. No, like, but in open relationships, going you can. on dates. I know, but th- going on there's a difference. Like I mean, there's different levels of open relationships. Open relationships where you can fuck other people. I can understand where you're going on dates with other people. Get the fuck out of town. That's what oh, I was really? thinking of. Come on. That's so ridiculous. Well, that girl I, did the one I, that I met with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she. I mean, it, it worked out for a long time with yeah. her and the the guy. Um, but that I was thinking. I don't know why? Why do you have to just dick and move? Just you can enjoy <laughs> a person. Move. I mean, right. if they're intelligent. Right. Well, I would need to if I were to have an open relationship. It would have to be with people that I, I have to have a crush on you to want to fuck you. Yeah. And I need to get to know you to have a crush on you. 
Yeah. Whether that's a date or even just ha- like hanging out, it doesn't have to be anything formal. But I need some sort of. I can't just. Yeah. Even if it, after I can't just sex fuck or, it. It's, it's you're like, not just yeah, a dick. Sitting around watching Netflix and smoking pot and talking. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But you don't want a dummy. But like going out to like <laughs> dinners and like movies and like dressing up and like that getting that post. Like I mean, uh, for me, that just wouldn't. That then just don't get married. Oh right. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to. Fl- it's fun to. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought like I really would. I really would be into the possibility of an open relationship. But I'm like, ah, do you date other people or do you just fuck them? Sometimes but then there's a lot of just fucking, and there was some just like, oh, I'm in love with somebody else too. That sucks. Yeah, and that's also just a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but she was out of town, so it was okay. <laughs> so you were only in love when she was out of. Was oh, 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 like the woman lived out of town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice because then she went away, and you're like, oh, you eventually forget about her. Yeah, I met her on the road. Oh, you do you have any you like long for her? You don't like write her like emails. The other girl, mm. the out of town girl. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. See, sometimes that can be like that can be more consuming than someone who's in town because like people ha- will annoy you slower if they're away and it's more romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. always fun to text somebody and then wait for them. All oh, day I love like a back. sexy pen pal. Yeah, that's great. Sexy. Here's pen Here's the pal. benefit of having an open relationship. So you you have a sexy pen pal. You have someone you're, <laughs> you're like smitten with, mm-hmm. and then instead of dumping the person you are with, <laughs> and then the new person probably fizzle out in a month or two anyway. Right. Right. You let it fizzle out and you stay with the person yeah, you're in you, love with. Do you appreciate the person you're in love with more? Some, yeah, especially when the other person gets crazy or needy or whatever. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, you're never that. Isn't but, that awesome? Right. And that's that's what I would think. That's what I have in my head. But then what if, what if the <clears> other <throat> person is like, better than you weren't meant to be yeah my thing is just like i agree like but i i think when when you're getting you're getting married you're saying you're saying to that person that you're marrying i've looked into these other options enough (laughs) to know that i like you the best was it anyone in the world in all categories i mean you haven't met everybody yeah but also like people like all over the world i'm like "Eh, you're i'm i don't know i just i'm always gravitate towards people from like the northeast i I don't have anything in common with someone from like Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Texas, were, I like. Was it playing. you that was saying a marriage is like a business? Or is that somebody else? Somebody I else? mean, it is, and I'm sure I have said that, but I'm sure you said that too. Oh, I did? That means somebody else said it to me. That wasn't you. But I like thinking of it that way. I like yeah. thinking of marriage as Relationships like, like a business. partnership. Like yeah. we're, we're fucking not, you know... But not in the sense of like, we're going to brand ourselves on Instagram to be like fucking perfect, but I really hate you. Like not that, but just more oh, right, right. life Ugh. partners, like fucking, you know. Yeah. What do you need from me? Yeah, exactly. I'll be there for you. Yeah. Like that to me, I'm like, that's actually a really good way to think about those are good rules skills. for, for over relationships. Yes. Like, hey, my parents are coming to town. So can, can you not fucking me for three days while right. I need you around? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Of course yes. I wouldn't. Right. And that's a nice. Just like I wouldn't do mushrooms the night before finals. Right. Where I'm like, I gotta be studying, Pussy. so I can't I can't do this. It's just like I don't know. Be, right. be smart about it. Being responsible. Yeah. Sure. Cause I feel like you can the whole having your cake and eating it too, I think you both people could potentially achieve that. Yeah. I just haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Like I don't like to dance. So like if if a girl Damn I'm dating, it. a woman I'm dating has a You have a thing with every know, time you say trying. girl. See, girl, I mean it's not bad. Some people get offended, it doesn't offend. I don't us. I I've never gotten offended by the word girl, and I also would never think you're referring to a minor ever. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying. Kate Willett's got in my head. Oh, oh like it's like <laughs> degrading to women. Yeah, where it's like I know oh. it's like guy and girl, it's two G's. That's why that's why I would justify saying it, but it is like the meaning, I guess. I call grown men. I'm like, hey, hey, boys. Like I say that all the time. Yeah, yeah it's kind of hot. It's yeah. hey, I boys. I mean, it's just cutesy. People get uh, so wrapped up about fucking words, and they I really can't do. handle it anymore. Where it's like you're wrapped up over words and not over actions, right? Yeah. Like, and that's yeah, it's it's your 
yeah. you're taking the focus away. But yeah, it's fine. I mean, also like, you know, like I wake up at noon and like wear sneakers and like tell jokes for a living. Like I am a girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm <laughs> saying point. you're wearing a dress. Good point. Yeah. So with you're sneakers. a girl. With sneakers. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. more girly. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. None of us are adults. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. It's, it's I have a locker filled with sex toys and lube. I don't care. And, and old playboys from the nineties. Yeah. What were you going to yep. say? I cut you off because I was calling you out on the girl I forgot. Oh shit! Wait, what were open relationship? Having your cake and eat it too. I think it's possible. I've never seen it. And mm-hmm. Kate Willett. Well, no, that was that was the tangent. Mm-hmm. She got in you about saying girl about I, how you have to like make time for your. Have spouse. you ever had anything up your butt? No. Really? Yeah. Did anyone want... ever try? No, but I don't even. No one's I had a ever girl tried lick, to put lick, any... lick my butt once, and okay. I was like, "Don't do that." Oh, you didn't like it. There was no okay. One, it was like I felt bad for. Her. The whole time, mm, I feel bad for her too. Yeah, yeah. straight men's <laughs> butts are not good. Yeah. is your butthole it's hairy? Mm-mm. It's gross. Mm-mm. I have the worst butthole in comedy. You have the worst butthole in comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's not Wait, something I'm why? proud of. It's how do you just, how do you know? Have you pulled a Charlotte and held a mirror up to your butthole? Listen, he's he's just comparing to Louis J. Gomez's butthole, which we know is wax. It's on we were, fire. We were on Legion of Skanks once and everyone was looking at people's buttholes and then I was just quiet. What? And like, all right, why are you quiet? Boys I'm like, because weird. I know that I'm going to be the one to trump all of you. Wait, in person, you guys were look, like, looking yeah. at each other's buttholes. So That's who bold. showed their... trying to see the future. Who showed their butthole? <laughs> what? Who showed their butthole? We all did. And then we sat Big in J a showed his butthole? And, no, Big J did not. I think Pussy. it was just Louis, Dave, and, and, uh, and yeah. Big J Dave probably had a nice butthole. Dave probably had the nicest one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you did ultimately show it, or you didn't? I did, but I was like, I'll wait till did you guys anybody... are done because I don't want to one up you until you. And they your story. they made a lot of noises. It's not the first time. I know very well. I have a horrible butt. Why is your butt also horrible? Hemorrhoids. Okay, but you can fix yeah, that. Yeah, you right? can fix that. It's not really. You can't. It's like surgery that works sometimes. It's just like, uh, yeah, you can get this. You can you see hemorrhoids on a butthole. You have to it burn depends. them off. I thought they were inside your intestines. That's how some I went to the ER. Some are outer. Yeah, you gotta. Oh. I mean, isn't that uncomfortable? You just got, take a lighter. When it's inflamed for sure. You got comedy money. <laughs> just, just, it, it is a painful surgery. Uh, you had it? Have you had it? No, no, no. Uh, mm, I have a lot of gay friends. Uh, <laughs> but you can get them burned off. Oh, burned off. Oh, wait, but, warts or? I'm pretty. Yeah, Alfie. No, 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 no. Well, that was <laughs> number different. one. Alfie does not have that. And we're not naming names. Well, no, he was on the podcast and he said it. <laughs> this is, he said it. This is different, though. Um, uh, burned off. Yeah, it's it's. it's I believe it's like a a burn burning is what they Whoa. use it. Yeah, it's. I mean, because it just. I think your life would be it would be a little pain. You, you wouldn't have the worst butthole in comedy. And yeah. then you would feel better ultimately. I only think about it when it comes up in conversation like this. Oh, <laughs> it's not something that bothers me. But anyway, but this girl was doing it. <laughs> Just really it trying like, to convince yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You can make your butthole better, Ari. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing by that? But also I was deriving no sexual pleasure from it. Okay. It right. wasn't like, it was like if she licked the back of my knee, it was like, it's interesting. Ooh, that's hot. You don't like, think it's hot? It's not like <laughs> balls. I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't anything specific about it that was like, I want you to do that. Right. So then it's like, eh. Yeah. Do you like full balls in, in mouth? What you just mentioned balls in passing, like you really like balls. That's why like lick the ball. Have you ever like, had a that's lady something sexual there? Right. The right. Is like, I don't know, you're licking me is nice, but like not. Some people have weird spots that are like You guys have erogenous. spots. Mm, just my pussy. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a big one. That's for a lot of women, that's a spot. <laughs> I like I like just being slowly touched, but not with the tongue. Cause then I'm like, eh, it's wet and I'm cold and it's just stop. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever had a girl put all of your balls in her mouth, both of your balls? I'm assuming together. You too. Yeah. This I've had. I think one at a time. Also, yeah. I have very long balls. <laughs> I love the look you on your do? face. Yeah. Well, reveals. How long are they? They're probably the longest ones in comedy too. No, oh my god. 
So you have the worst butthole, but longest you, ball. You're like a circus sideshow act. Surprise! I mean, I can, I'm not going to show them to you now, but like I, I would show them to you now. Yo, show us your balls. Absolutely. I would like but to But you are balls. really tall. How tall are you? 6'3". Oh, actually, you know what? I thought so you were balls? taller than that. My dad's 6'6", six, six, and you feel so much taller than him. Oh. I don't think Is there's a correlation big? with No, you're both thin. Oh. I'm so confused. Hmm. I don't know. My... Maybe because I was already a comic when you started comedy that you look up to me in a different way. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, well, just whip <laughs> out your balls, Ari. Shut up. <laughs> I'd rather see your balls. Yeah, I'm very curious. They're long. Because... I just got a vasectomy, though, so there's a little scar one. Oh, I would have talked about that. So you, you don't have any kids. You, I can't even believe that we're Ari's seeing this. unzipping his pants, I'm so, I'm so scared. So I have a jock he strap has, on. That's why I have a jock strap on. He has Wait, a jock strap on. He wearing also a has red and... I have a scar, so I have to hold him in. Oh, because you just oh, got... Oh, it's like a... Oh, your little balls. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, they're very tight right now, actually. They're not that long. Right, oh, you're she's he's shaking, shaking and then there's blood. He's shaking. Wait, where's blood? Oh. Oh, oh Owie. They just look big. They're actually kind of tight up right now. Yeah, yeah, they're not long. They're just big. They're not long. You have yeah, big, big balls. Big balls. Damn, Sorry. dude. Yeah, they are big. That's like pit bull balls. <laughs> and like, also now I get to see what happens at post vasectomy. And you do have a, a thick penis. Okay, so, so I forgot. I didn't realize I was pulling the dick out. I thought I was oh, just pulling my balls out. And I didn't realize. I didn't Wait. know how you were going to do one without so the other anyway. We've. Seen, I wish you could say this is the first time someone's showed us their dick on the podcast. It's the second, though. We're learning. So. <laughs> how is a vasectomy? What is that? What I mean, I obviously I know what it what it entails, but like they go through your like that right was the a side of the incision. Ow! Don't see the scar. <laughs> well, you're gonna show us anyway. So I feel I guess like we've walked he's into taking his pants the, the back right off pants. after, after right side, removing right three layers of clothing. The surgery is the worst part. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh. Oh. So it's like a little microscopic. It started to heal. And you're you're are you under when this is happening? Are you awake? Sort of. They hit you with liquid Valium. Okay. Liquid Valium. I'm sorry to take my dick out. I mean, you didn't seem that sorry when you were not doing it. It's fine. We asked, we asked, and we got it. Um, Wow. Owie. Liquid Valium. And then they, I guess they shoot you with a Novocaine in the dick, but I had an ingrown toenail once and that Novocaine shot was so painful. And then I heard people about the Novocaine shot in the ball. And it was like, just when it goes in, then it numbs it. But like just the going in is so, but with the liquid Valium in the arm. You okay. didn't give it. You were like, whatever, bitch. Did not even feel Cut it. Cut him off. I don't care. At some point, he's like, I'm done. I was like, well, are you? Okay. Wow. So that was just in and out quickly. On stage that night. Three sets that night. And how did you make the, de- why did you make the decision to finally get a vasectomy? Because no one could be like, all right, I haven't got my period in a really long time. Yeah. I mean, be like, for sure. <laughs> sorry, not me. For sure the reason. Um, I don't know. No, I mean, that's it. Oh, really? And you just know that you don't want to have kids? <laughs> I know. I've been putting this off for five years. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Just been too lazy to actually call a doctor. But like, so I want to. It is. It's a lot worse. What was the conversation like? I'm curious because like if a single woman who was still okay. of child rearing age went in and was like, I want my tube ties, we would get the a doc- fucking talk. The doctor would be like, do you really? Doctors do not respect you guys at So true. All. They respect yeah, the shit out of you, don't they? Don't they don't respect mm-hmm. this guy. Damn it. <laughs> You went, whatever. I'm just making messing yeah. with you. So, yeah. So what was the conversation like? I'm really curious. He was like, are you, sh- I got a referral. That's my regular doctor. Okay. And he was like, I know a guy that I always send everybody to. Sure. I know a guy. For her. Cut Perfect. your balls. Um, Dr. Gluck. Whoa. <laughs> um, and he goes, uh, are you sure you don't want kids? And I was like, yeah, I really have no interest in them. And honestly, <laughs> I think adoption is the way to go anyway. Agree. I agree. My mom's yeah. adopted and it worked out great. Yeah. Okay. So it just almost seems I, I, no offense to the people who have biological kids, but it's it seems selfish. Selfish. Rude. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Actually, see, I, I have a joke. 
I have a joke about about how people get shit if they don't rescue a dog, but people just keep making new kids instead of using yeah. uh, instead of recycling them, and people really don't like it. Oh, because they, I, the, I think that's they hilarious. They yeah. really don't. My like mom that joke. was the only one out of her, all of her that's siblings hilarious. to adopt to be adopted, and all of her other siblings are their dead or in jail. And she really? has yeah, she's the only one with a life. She got adopted. She got adopted. The rest stayed in the home. Mm-hmm. Yep, foster. My first boyfriend, who I dated for five years, was adopted, and he is a great person would, as well. Would he, would he want a regular, a regular kid or an adopted kid? Um, I don't think he wants. I don't think he wants kids at all. But um, I'm not sure. I think actually he probably would want to have a kid, but that's because he's really good looking. Oh right. So there's, there's a reason, there's a reason. <laughs> but also, part of me, like my brother, has a kid, and that child Brantley looks exactly like him. It's so what? cool. But I guess. I mean, I think it's cute as fuck. Yeah. But then that's, I mean, any kid is cute. Any kid's cute. So it's like. And then it's like, unless parents, biological parents are willing to say that adopted kids and the relationship with their parents are not as strong as theirs, then there's no excuse to not adopt a kid. I think the only fear is, uh, you know, if you don't get them early, there's a lot of times a lot of like mental problems. And then also sometimes they do come back and murder you. But that also can happen. That can happen if you have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Your kid can be a huge piece of shit. Also, they could have a, um, uh, what's it called? Fetal alcohol syndrome. That's why they've been put up for adoption. (laughs) That's a chill way to say fetal alcohol. That was the hang loose sign. (laughs) Is there anything you can do about that? Or is it just like. Test them for it? I don't know. No, but I'm like saying like once they once they have it, I don't, is there a cure or no? My mom had that. No, I think you're just coming out like the Osborne kids. But but no, but what happened? <laughs> like she had a lesser version, but she had like a learning disability, oh, really? all kinds of shit. Yeah, Jeez, okay. and I, her arachnoid cysts might be from that. Shoot, they don't yeah. really. But oh, there's, yeah. there's no really way of knowing. But she's got a lot of health problems. It's probably re- a reason. My adopted boyfriend also had a lot of health problems, oh, a really? lot of mysterious ones. Yeah, then, really. That's, that's a problem. They don't yeah. know. Like, do you have this any uh, genetic? you know, mm. problems in your family. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we got the history on my mom's biological mom. It's dark. And really? I look like her. I'm, I don't look like anybody in my family. You look like her. the biological mo- yep. grandmother. Yeah. Then there was a picture of her in the backyard. She was like 17 and there was a clothes hanger that you, you know, hang clothes up to dry, you know, in the yeah. backyard. And her neck was around the clothes hanger. Like she was walking past the clothes hanger and it was on her neck and it was just so dark. And I was like, ugh. Mm. But I mean, even if kids are like, you know, have physical problems, like they, they still need a life. So true. Yeah, yeah. You just have to make sure life. you have the finances, I guess, to make sure that they get the care that but they also, need. Part of me is like, man, a baby could come out of my vagina. That's amazing. I want to yeah. know what that's like. Yeah, right. You I get why a guy, you I mean, you're no, we don't have either way who gives a it. shit. And yeah. isn't a vasectomy reversible? 30%. Oh, oh, really? That low? Nothing you can like. Get, you can say I can go back on this. It's, it's not really. It's forever. Because they make it seem like it's a lot more reversible. I yeah. thought it was. I mean, they could. I'm sure you could like freeze your sperm or something. If I you asked him about to. that. I was like, "Should freeze your sperm?" He goes, "Well, do you want to have a kid or not?" True. Because if you really don't, then you're gonna pay a thousand bucks set up fee, fifty bucks a month for what? Fifteen years for what? How long ago did you get it? He talked to you the way so you we, like it, nice and curt. Can yeah, you? Exactly. How soon after can you jerk off? Or I wasn't trying to hurt sex? your feelings. Uh, you weren't. I have no okay. feelings. It was funny. You hurt my manager's <laughs> feelings though yeah. deeply. I'm sorry, Chris. Ari is apologizing to you right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just when I respect the comic, I'm just like, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> me, yeah. I actually laughed. It's okay. funny. <laughs> That's good. How long after your me could you jerk off? Uh, he said no sex for two days. That's oh. it. That's it. Jesus. That ain't and then bad. he goes, uh, and then he goes, you still got to wear a condom until we test to see if the tubes are cleared. The pipes are cleared. Oh, right. Oh, so it's like a straw. You got to wash it out. Sperm in yeah. the tubes. And I was like, well, what if I wasn't wearing a condom before? 
And he's like, what? And he's like, I mean, I mean, what do you mean? Do I have to wear a condom? I mean, or, that's why I'm here, it, doc. Or is it I can still get people pregnant? He goes, wear a fucking condom. Yeah, STIs, yeah. He, wow, you were really testing his patience. Yeah, I was like, but just, it's like when they prescribe you um, antibiotics and you're like, can I drink? And like, I mean, how much do you drink? I'm like, I don't know, am I allowed? It- like, if I had a bottle of wine. Yeah, like, is it going to get bad, me drunker right? or is it going to negate the right, right. It's just I didn't like, know just which fucking type. control yourself yeah. for a week. going to come back or not? Nah, that's all I yeah, need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, two weeks ago. Oh, so you've been jerking off. Jerking off, you can do that too? I don't jerk off, but I stopped. You what? stopped? A year ago. A lot of this Whoa, stuff. Whoa, what the hell? I like how you wait till an hour seven in to say this. Oh, yeah. Why'd you stop? I was in Ireland the last time. Oh, I get it. Then right now, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was about to go to Edinburgh for a month um, and I was going to live with like Joe DeRosa and three other comics. Uh, so part of me is like, Ugh, I'm going to be with fucking four of the dudes I'm jerking off. I mean, I still have my own room, but like, but then also it was like, it was going to make me not as social. The year before Aww. in Edinburgh, I wasn't Sweet. out there trying to meet new people and having Because you were masturbating? off the whole time? Because I wasn't pent up. Because the oh. results of masturbating. And so then it was like, let me be at the point where if I meet a girl, it's like, hey, you want to get a drink? Instead of going... Uh, I'm going to meet my friend. Instead of be like, yeah, yeah, I got to do something. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Wow. You keep saying things like make new friends and be social when every time you just mean fucking. Just get your dick yeah, wet. Fucking too. But then I ended up, I, I like had a, like a fling there. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Again, that's great. For the whole month? That's sexual yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, it's all based in sex. You still haven't. But I then mean, it's like she took me to bars and showed me is. cool spots in Edinburgh. And Joe DeRosa like, could have done that. He's a fun picnics. guy. He doesn't know Edinburgh. He's not a local. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's well traveled. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you still you kept I mean, that up. Any relationship is just about sex, then. Not, I have not friends really. that I, re- I, I don't, don't have sex, have with, sex with, with. Oh yeah, I mean you can just have friendships. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. Yeah, no, I had that too. But I mean, to to meet a straight feel... woman who's not a comic, it's like, well, right. how would I ever do that? Right. You, okay. There, there, so there's a motivation. I have, I have there no patience to off. meet non-comics. I understand. Men Regular women. people can be, you know. They're it's worth, confusing. I don't know. They don't get it. <laughs> but does it strengthen your friendships? Have you have your friendships strengthened since you stopped jerking off? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the same exact. It just gets me to be go out more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This has been fun. Also, your Netflix special. Oh yeah, it's out now. Really fucking good. Yeah, promote yeah, everything now. I love it. I loved it a lot. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was really fucking good. I love the t- I love the two themes that each took and Thanks. Yeah, it, it, I love when comics like like take their time with it, but then it's just it's just consistently really funny. I didn't That's... watch it yet, but I'll send you a Facebook message about what I think. Okay. So, stay tuned. <laughs> you advice. An open like... letter to Ari Shafir. <laughs> I'm just I know, I know, I know. You're cool. <laughs> um uh by the way, I never got involved in that Luis Gomez dick <laughs> fight. I Thank never got involved. You. I was, I was Me, hey, we didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> and to the point where um, they were asking me who was on this season. And um, and um, I was I waited. I looked Lewis in the face. I got right next to him. I was like, Christina's on this year. <laughs> Did he cry? No, he was like, damn it. I, just, I like to see people's reaction when you catch them on things. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to the store. Who cares? But when you're like, yeah, when you know they're going to be upset about something or yes. like when you know they know that you're fucking somebody. And it's like, oh, I'm just, let's say you're fucking some guy named yeah. like, like Bill. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm just, you know, hanging out with my friends, you know, uh, Dave and uh, and Sam and, um, and Bill. <laughs> and like, uh, I don't, uh, what? Or if you know they got new faces in Montreal, but they don't know oh. how to say. And you just look them right in the face and go, I heard you got new faces. And go, mm, uh, right. you know, <laughs> they're off guard. Man, I love doing yeah. shit like that. Well, because it's such a joke because like everyone knows beforehand. Everyone knows. And then, but they, you have to walk around like you don't know. What? That you got new and lie faces. to your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, my special is on Netflix right now. It's called Double Negative. 
I worked really hard. I, th- I thought about it for like five, six months out. I'm like, I think yeah. I want to do like two themes. I want to plan it this way. And I really like worked hard on it that way. Yeah, I really liked it. it you could tell you put a lot of thought into those concepts and like uh, how they relate to your life and just in general. I liked yeah. your, your observations were very funny. Thanks. Ari. And where can we find you on social media? Uh, Ari Shafir, two Fs. I don't know how to say that. On, on Instagram and, and uh Twitter and Ari is A R I. This yeah. is not an Orthodox yeah, but, audience. Oh, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> it's not like and most people have a friend named Ari. Yeah. Uh, my podcast is called Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, um, which is fun. We do a different topic every every episode. This last one was about menopause with Lynn. With Lynn. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's so fucking. Oh, yeah, she's crazy. I love her. Makes me belly laugh hard. I like. I know that. I now know that we're talking about Lynn Coplets, but I, I thought for a second that you meant Lynn Manuel Miranda, and I was very <laughs> confused about what he was going to draw. I was like, "Are you rapping He's about sweating menopause? Or like, what's <laughs> happening?" I'm so confused. That's why I quit okay. the show. All yeah. right, perfect. Uh, well, thank you so much for. Yeah, you guys. I'm glad I, I got to do this with you. It's been it was a while, such a pleasure, and we got to see your balls. Yeah. Dick and balls and balls and dick. What a so day! Awesome. What a day! When I when I woke up in the morning, I had no clue uh, i think that's a sign i respect somebody it's if i can just be like yeah you can see my boss yes it's so nice <laughs> i wonder if i'll ever do that i'm like yeah i'll show you my pussy non-sexually if it's a right if it's a right environment what's the what's that right environment whip a lip out yeah we're but talking about i don't know uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I, yeah, I, okay. Anyway, uh, thanks so much. <laughs> this has been uh, Guys We Fucked, the anti shaming podcast. I can't believe we're doing That's this. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> it's a dress. Sleep is not the same when sharing a bed. Can I shake this bed? It's heavy. the anti-slut shaming podcast and thank you very much to our sponsor third love bra shopping is a drag but what if you could skip all the hassle and find a perfect fitting bra in minutes check out third love their fit finder quiz recommends the bra that's right for your size and shape now you can try one of their bras for free for 30 days just pay $2.99 for shipping go to thirdlove.com slash gwf to find your perfect fitting bra and try it for 30 days for free that's thirdlove.com slash gwf